Jones, NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. So you have a hungry sports guy at your house, huh? Big appetite? I got the answer for you, Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic. The dinners at the Black Eyed Pea always satisfy, whether it's the Texas-sized chicken fried steak smothered in jalapeno gravy or the big slab of Cajun catfish with loaded tots. Each meal over a pound of food. It's always a delicious full meal at the Black Eyed Pea with home-style sides, delicious rolls, and cornbread. Full-size meals for a hungry guy appetite. Give them a try at the Black Eyed Pea. Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. Not just any old job. I mean real opportunity to train for a relevant, in-demand career right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watch games. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the Colorado Media School has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you, and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now and make that appointment. And get that career in under a year. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School. Right now, 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. When it comes to learning the facts about Colorado State Tax, there is only one website that has all your answers. Colorado.gov slash tax. It's your free resource to understanding Colorado tax. No need to call when the answers are just a click away 24-7. From filing and paying your Colorado taxes to business sales tax questions and more. Visit Colorado.gov slash tax. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Revenue, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Nuggets outscored the Minnesota Timberwolves by three points in that third quarter. Denver is down by five. These are the final 12 minutes of the regular season. 14 on the shot clock. Murray stops, takes a step back. Got it, nothing but net! And we're all tied up at 99 points! 2.51 to go in the basketball game. And Gary Harris remains on the bench for Denver. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Here we go. 4.4 seconds left on the game clock. We're tied at 101. Final game of the year. Final possession of the year. A bucket, you win it. Millsap into Jokic. Jokic has it stripped out of his hands and it goes out of bounds. It was knocked out and then Gibson saved it and called a timeout. Wow, that was anticlimactic. And we have bonus basketball in Minneapolis. Less than two minutes to go in overtime. Murray gets a pick from Jokic, doesn't use it. Now he does. He's at the elbow. A lot of ball handling here. Throws it over to Jokic. Five on the shot clock. Jokic one-on-one with Gibson. Has it knocked out of his hands again. Gets it back. He's got to shoot it from 25 feet. Missed it at the horn. Air ball and a shot clock violation. And Andrew Wiggins will shoot two. He makes them both. And the odds of Denver winning this game decrease dramatically. Second free throw. Two seconds left. One doesn't even get a shot off. There's the one. Nuggets lose a heartbreaker in Minneapolis in overtime. And for the second time in a row, the Denver Nuggets fail to make the playoffs by one game. Tonight's final for Minneapolis, 112-106 in overtime. 
Hashtag Nug Life. And I'll explain what Nug Life is a little bit later in the show. Welcome, uh, sports fans, to the Vic Lombardi Show. Joined by James Manchester, Maryland, H.W., Will Peterson, Jesse Trujillo, Marty O., the whole crew. Hey, listen, guys, uh, before we get going, I want to say this. You know, we often take calls on this show when we're giving stuff away, okay? So we've taken calls many a times. Today, I would love our listeners to give us something. We want calls from you. Just, I I need to have a group therapy session. That's That's what I need after a night like that. So if you are inclined at all to call the show this morning... Uh, for no tickets, no prizes, just to talk sports. You know how they normally do it. 303-753-0950. Uh, we won't do it in this first segment, but for the majority of the show, we would love to hear from you. Hang on the line. Uh, what you thought last night, what you think moving forward, what you think about the Avs, the Rockies, doesn't matter, but I, I would really like, I'd really welcome calls today just from a therapeutic standpoint. Is that cool, guys? Yeah, that works with me. I'm going to need it too, Vic. It was a, uh, a really, really fun night and a really, really frustrating night. That's what that's what it was. But the well, Avs play tonight. That's what's the crazy part. Man, you guys are a couple of Debbie Downers. Only Manchester could be somewhat up. It's on gloomy a day like and this. crappy outside for a reason. That's how we should all feel. Not how I feel at all today. How do you feel? I feel great. I, I mean, if you'd have told me, hey, they're going to go into Minnesota, they're going to come back from ten down. They're going to come back from eight down in the fourth quarter have the ball in their hands with 4.4 seconds left in a tied game with the chance to win. If you'd have told me that's that's the deal, I'd have taken it yesterday morning all day long. Now, look, I'm, so not, trying, I. I'm not trying to be field day. I'm not happy that they lost. I'm not like, oh, yeah, you know, you came close. Good job, good effort. Um, I just, man, I saw some things last night that I am, I wish it was October. I wish the season so was starting I. again. That's, well, that's why I want the season to continue because what I saw, I saw the same thing you saw. Here's what I saw. I saw a team that was very dangerous that had they advanced to the postseason, they would have scared the hell out of Golden State. Yep. That's yep. what I saw. Yep. And that's why, that's why I'm so down today. That's why I'm depressed. That's why I'm in a funk. That's why I was in fetal position for a good four or five hours. Because I see an opportunity that flashed before my eyes and is now gone. I know what I know. I know what I saw. And I saw a young core of this team that when, when the game was on the line, when the game was on the line, when they needed help most, who helped them? Who were the two guys that helped them? It was Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. The, and, and look, Jamal Murray missed the three when they were down four in overtime on a really nice inbounds play. That if he hits it, and it was right on line, it was just a, a tad long, cuts it to one with ten seconds left. They still got a shot. And, and Jokic lost the ball in the, the final possession of, of regulation. I get it. They weren't perfect. But neither guy, neither one of them, backed down one inch from the moment. Not an inch. And, nope. and to me, and I'm losing my hot take, so i got to come up with something yeah, else. Yeah, me too. I don't this. want to give too much of my hot take either. But to me, that was monumental. It was bigger than making the playoffs this year. It was bigger than, than facing Golden State and playing four or five more games. You have two guys, two young players that could be here, if, if, if the Nuggets choose to keep them here, for another decade that didn't back down and didn't shrink from the situation. And find me the last guy... Who, who, who fit that mold? His name's Chauncey Billups. That was it. That was the only yeah. other guy that I can think of on this roster in the last 10, 15 years who didn't back down from that situation. Mellow to some extent, but there were times when Mellow would shrink. Those two guys didn't shrink last night, and I was encouraged as all get out by that. Yeah. 
Uh, Nikola Jokic in the third quarter single-handedly kept the Nuggets in the game. I mean, he, he just was amazing in the third. And Jamal Murray down eight with four to play single-handedly almost won the game. Yes. So those two players, 21 and 23 years old, you're right. But you know, I, I, in the field day part of me is like, yeah, I am selfish. I am greedy. I did want a postseason. I did want to go to Golden State. I did want to see Pepsi Center electric and packed, and I wanted to razz all those Golden State fans when they came. I wanted that. I wanted every bit of it. And not having that is why I'm Debbie Downer. Well, yeah, time. and Vic, you have the ball in your hands tied with 4-4 left, and you don't even get a shot off. So let's not go super field day here. I'm with you guys. They played hard. It was a great game. They went to overtime. But you have the ball with a chance to win the game in regulation, and you don't even get a shot off. I get it. I get it. But uh, let me ask you two, you guys this, you two guys this question. Were the Nuggets winning the NBA title this year? No. Okay. And, and so we've, we've said it for the year and a half we've been doing this show. It's all about 2020, yeah. right? And what we saw last night from their two best players, they are their best players, and I don't want to hear any any other examples of who their best players are. I don't care what people's paychecks are. Those are their two best players, and they need to start running everything through those two guys and building around those two guys. What I saw from those two guys is going to have a bigger impact and give them a better chance of being a contender in 2020, 2021 that we've talked about than getting in because Devin Harris hits a couple threes and you get swept by the freaking Warriors. Who cares? No, but Who getting cares? in this year would have nah. built their would have nah. built their resume. See, would have see, given them more experience. They don't get to play basketball now. But your assumption is flawed. Swept by the Warriors. Do, do you think the Golden State wanted to play Denver the way I'm, the Nuggets would have beaten I'm, the Warriors? Oh, no, they wouldn't have beaten them. But I tell you Without what, Steph man, Curry. that would have been very exciting. It would have made for an interesting series. We need playoff basketball back in this town. I'll never. Ever say we're better off without it? They Ever. lost. They lost at Minnesota, but you guys think they're going to go in and beat the team that has been to the last three finals on their home floor in I Oakland? I didn't say they would. Okay, HW, I never right. said they would. I mean, come on. Uh, let's let's have a reality check. So, if you guys are telling me that if if Will Barton and Devin Harris hit some big shots and carry this team to the postseason, they get swept by Golden State because those two guys who are not part of their future carry them. They're better off. I don't buy it. I don't uh, buy it. I, listen, dude, dude. I'm telling you, I'm better off. I'm being selfish and greedy. Fine. I wanted playoffs. Fine. I wanted to participate. I wanted the electricity. I, I, I. And I'm looking at it. I don't care what they want. I want to win a championship. I want to win a championship (laughs) at some point. I'm just telling you what, this is what sports fans do. We're irrational the day after. And this is why we have this show today. We're going to get irrational. We'll talk about the future. We have, you know, we have the entire off season to talk about what they do better. But this morning, I'm going to let it all out and tell you why I'm upset. I don't care about what they're upset about. I wanted to see the playoffs come to Denver. Time for big news right now. What lead headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. 112-106, the final. The score not even indicative of how close that game was. Overtime loss, second overtime loss in Minnesota this season. This one stings. Michael Malone is going to address reporters today. They're having their walkout interviews and all that business. But after the game last night, you could sense the pain in his voice. 
Yeah, it's uh, you know obviously uh, to go through it uh, to come up short is uh, it's hurtful, and uh, you got a lot of dejected guys in that locker room. Uh, but I'm proud of every one of them. They gave everything they had. Uh, there's a lot of people after that loss to Toronto that gave up on this team. Great for our young players, guys like Jamal, Gary, Nicola, but for all of our other players as well. And if you want to be a playoff team, uh, we won six of these games in a row, and we lost a tough one tonight. There is nothing not to love about Jamal Murray in his performance last night. Not only the way he played, but the way he reacted. Man, was he angry. Man, was he emotional. He was everything you want out of a young player. This is Jamal after the game. We executed down the stretch for the most part and got the stops we need to, like we have been for the last six games. And, uh, some tough tough calls didn't go away with it, out of bounds. So, um, you know, it happens. Speaking of tough calls, and I'm not going to pin this on the officials at all. I'm going to pin this just on the nature of the NBA game. Wait till you hear my hot take. I got some numbers that are going to blow you away. Avs are in Nashville tonight. Game one. We can look forward to the Avs at least. The Avs are on the ice. They're in the postseason. Bedsy's ready to go. And the first period, making sure that the uh, Nashville Predators don't go crazy in the first, that's the key. But when it comes down to it, you have to you have to have a strong focus, and 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 you got to make sure you're staying in the moment and, and going shift by shift. Hey, how about that base brawl game yesterday at Coors Field? I tune in and I see Nolan Arenado going full tilt, Mike Tyson. My goodness, he threw a right overhand that barely missed, and it's going to cost him some games. He's going to get suspended. He knows it. It was awesome. Part of the order due up for the Rocks, and the first pitch comes behind Arenado. He's going to charge the man. Perdomo throws the glove at him. The bench is empty. Arenado swings wildly at Perdomo, and now everybody gets there, and here we go. You got the sense it was only a matter of time. Why do I get the sense that Manchester is going to give us every reason in the world why it wasn't awesome? Yeah, it's going to be great to not have your best player for a freaking game. Oh, I don't They care. won the game. Won the game wow. and sparked the team. Awesome. I, now I they're six that and seven. That'll be the turning point of the season. I agree yeah. wholeheartedly There's with nothing, the nothing will help turn around the season than Nolan Arenado missing five games. I you're just mad your Twitter it. prediction was wrong. I loved it. I, I wasn't loved wrong. Every pe- I loved I the fact that he ran oh. onto the mound. I loved the fact that he threw a punch. I loved everything about it. Go back and read my Twitter prediction. It was that, oh, this is going to lead to an extended win streak. I didn't say they wouldn't win yesterday. Read the thing. If you're going to call me out and say I was wrong, read it before you do that. I did that'd read be a, it. That'd be a good idea. It, it will lead to an extended win streak. Okay, we'll see. Because I'm sure with Pat Vileka and his 0-8-4 batting average playing third base, that'll just spark him. That'll be great. I'm sure they're going to go into Washington and just roll. All right, we'll get into that. Uh, what was Nolan Arenado supposed to do? The guy went at him. Uh, okay, that's it's baseball. fine. It's fine. I, I didn't say you shouldn't you shouldn't do that. All these people who just oh, this is so awesome, this is so great. Check the machismo at the door and sit there and go, great. A week without your best player, that ought to be good. Give me a Adam break. Morris at eight thirty, Earl Boykins at nine. Who else do we have on the show today? Uh, we need it. Dr. Travis Heath at 9.30. I gave Pat Valeka too God. much credit. He's batting 0.83, not 0.84. So we have the good doctor, we have Adam Morris, and we've got Earl all helping us off the ledge. Uh, the I don't day need after. any help off the ledge. You two guys do. God, you're always the opposite, it seems. Oh, I like that, though. It's I mean, debate. They have two great young players who came up big in a big game, and they were ticked that they lost at the end. Yeah. But give me time to mourn. Yeah, okay. Allow me some time to mourn. The season's over. Dude, I don't I've want been, it to be over. I've been mourning since they lost to Memphis. I'm over it. When we come back, 
I got some numbers that'll blow you away. And again, not excuse making, just fact making. We make facts happen. If you have a comment, please call the show 303-753-0950, 303-753-0950. Love to hear from Nuggets fans today. Just your thoughts on what transpired last night. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up on the Thursday edition of Crackman and Harris, the Nuggets are done. Once again, no playoffs for our guys. We'll point the finger coming up on Thursday afternoon. Am I happy or sad that my Timberwolves won? You'll have to find out by tuning in. Plus, we have Jenny Kavnar talking Rockies, and we are walking you up to the first playoff game against the Predators with Lauren Gardner to talk some hot avalanche talk. Tune in Thursday afternoon. Afternoon. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Your Colorado Avalanche are back in the playoffs. Where are you going to watch all the action? At the Ale House Denver in Lohi. Join Will Peterson for the Avalanche Watch Party. The live broadcast starts at 6. The puck drops at 7.45. Enjoy the best Colorado craft beers, great food, burgers, big wings, fish tacos, plus a full happy hour menu during the game. Colorado Avalanche Stanley Cup Playoff Hockey. Join the party starting tonight at 6 at the Ale House Denver in Lohi. Where's the fun? At Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino and Cities of Gold in Santa Fe. With your chance to win one of four Buick Encores and your share of over $500,000. That's over half a million dollars. And there's even more fun for everyone at Buffalo Thunder and Cities of Gold in April with over 330 additional new and hot slot machines. Come for the fun and win your share of over $500,000 or one of four Buick Encores. Where's the fun? At Buffalo Thunder. Hey there, Denver. It's Ryan Harris, and I'm here to talk to you about Speak Now, the drug and alcohol awareness for parents. As a parent myself, I know it can be hard to talk with your kids about alcohol and drugs, but with Speak Now, they give you the facts as well as a starting point to have an open conversation regarding drug and alcohol abuse and use. So visit SpeakNowColorado.org to learn more and make sure you and your family are having important conversations that will save your children's future. Scott Aces here. Urology cancers including prostate, kidney, and bladder are among the top 10 cancers diagnosed in men. At Porter Advantist Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries, performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row. Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash urology. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three-year, 36 thousand mile parts and labor nationwide warranty find them online today at kinsautoserviceinc.com a lot can happen in 50 years first the ringbies built rockets to take us to new heights from the aba to the nba without missing a beat the hallowed halls of the big man we built a new home for the next era and 10 years of playoffs to a new class of mile high basketball it's our golden anniversary Join the fun because the moments and memories have only just begun. The Denver Nuggets 50th anniversary season is proudly presented by KeyBank and Western Union.
What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet donuts of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. Find the location near you at Lamar's.com. Lamar's, where we have simply a better donut. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We do only injury cases, have for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the people. Bell & Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. One incident on the major metro highways that I'm hearing about at this point. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org, and that's a crash. Eastbound I-270 at Vasquez, so watch for backups there. Westbound I-270 already stop and go between I-70 and Vasquez with heavy traffic. Off freeway, there is an accident clearing Monaco. It's northbound, approaching Exposition. We all got to where we are through hard work and a little help. Open a world of opportunity for a child or elder. Dreaming of a better tomorrow at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Martin hops at the midcourt circle. He's guarded by Jimmy Butler. Throws it back behind him to Jamal Murray. Murray goes to the left hand, driving a dish to Millsap. He goes baseline, leans in, throws it back behind him over to Barton. Barton attacks the paint, floater, missed it. Rebound down to Towns. Outlet pass over to Jeff Teague. Nuggets got a foul. We're all going to need a good dose of the doctor this morning. Travis Heat's going to join us at 9.30. He, too, is a big Nuggets fan, and I'm sure he feels the effects. Uh, Adam Morris and Earl Boykins also coming up on the show this morning. We're going to take your calls in the next segment. But as you all know, this segment is reserved for our piping hot takes. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. Hashtag Nug Life. Do you guys know what hashtag Nug Life represents? Uh, The fatalistic life that is being a Nuggets fan. Anthony Carter? I don't know. It means heartbreak yeah. is what it means. Sounds about it's right. Just, yeah, it's just another word for heartbreak. And if you've been a lifelong Nuggets fan, and listen, I, I don't care how long you've been around, you, you understand what I mean by hashtag Nug Life. My lifelong dream, my goal, I've talked to my mom about this, I want to walk away from the last Nuggets game happy, right? And you know what that means. It means you got, at some point I'd love to see title. But hashtag Nug Life is something that I've lived all 49 of my years on this earth and last night was just another example, which is why I am fatalistic and somewhat cynical, which is why I always look at every game and every season hoping for the best, always hoping for the best, and expecting the worst. Guys, the reason why I was so disappointed Saturday night, and you heard it in my voice, and you guys saw me my tweets after the Nuggets went into L.A., beat the Clippers, and then not a single game fell their way Saturday night, is because in the back of the mind, I knew... I knew in the back of my mind that they needed help that night. I didn't want it to come down to that 
final game in Minnesota. I knew. Why? Because you're not just playing Minnesota. You're playing much more than Minnesota. And we saw it. We saw what we saw last night. This game is not on the officials by any means. I'm not going to be that guy. This game was playoff basketball. If the Nuggets go into next season saying we want to make the playoffs, in my mind they already did. That was a playoff game last night. It was officiated like a playoff game. The crowd, the scene, the energy, that was a playoff game. Okay, But the whistle is always a factor when you're on the road. The reason why I have that heartbreak is because I knew going on the road, you have to be nearly perfect. No matter where you play, you have to be nearly perfect. They were not. Consider this. Consider what they're up against. The whistle. Do you know how many foul shots the Denver Nuggets attempted in the fourth quarter in overtime combined? Zero. Zero. Nada. As many as I've attempted. Zero foul shots attempted in a wrestling match game where they were letting people tackle each other in the paint. The T-Wolves, meanwhile, attempted 12. 12! Butler himself attempted 8 of those 12. 12 to 0. Now what is that? That's just a hometown whistle. I get it. We all get it. I'm not, I'm not crying about that because I knew that came with the home court advantage. That's why you play on your home court. That's why those game sevens are so crucial to have at home. It's the whistle. You have to beat the whistle. You have to beat the opponent. And they almost did. They had a shot to win it at the buzzer. And to get that shot, to get that last opportunity, if you had told me before the game, hey Vic, uh, four seconds left, five seconds left, tie game, and the Nuggets will have a chance to win it. If you had told me that all year, all day, I'd take it and run. But not to be able to even get a shot off, not to be able to execute. And we'll break down that play, mind you. It, it's Nug Life. That right there, hashtag Nug Life. Heartbreak. You overcome all of that. That huge disparity in foul calls. That huge disparity we saw tackling Jokic at times. Uh, there was that play by Jamal Murray when he banked it off the backboard and he was basically thrown down by Carl Anthony Towns. I retweeted it. Nothing. No call. You're not going to get those calls. I get it. But they overcame all of that and they could not execute a play. That is hashtag Nug Life. That's why I'm down. Next hot take. It's HW's hot take. Vic, I'm down as well. I, I tweeted it last night. I said, I'm a human too. I have emotions. Um, but I'm going to flip the script on you here. The Avalanche play in Nashville tonight, right? So if you're mad about what happened in Minnesota, get I get it. We're all mad. Everyone's mad. We're not going to sugarcoat that. But the Avalanche play, the puck drops in like 12 hours. Literally right 12 hours from now, when you get home from work, you're going to be watching Altitude TV or listening to Altitude 950 and watching the Colorado Avalanche play the Nashville Predators. Now, I've said it all along. I'll repeat myself. If the Avalanche win one of the first two in Nashville, they can win this series in six, and they can go on a hell of a Stanley Cup playoff run. Manchester now will be at the Ale House tonight doing pregame if you want to come stop by and say hello. The Avalanche, though, you heard it from Jared Bednar in big news right now. They cannot come out in the first period and get down 3 nothing to Nashville. That would be a disaster because it would set the tone for the entire series. Listen, I'm not going to get greedy and say I hope they're up 3 nothing after the first, but in the first period tonight in Nashville, keep an eye on this. If it's 0-0 after one, they're in good shape. If it's one nothing Avalanche after one, they're in phenomenal shape. Nathan McKinnon, 
You're in that Hart Trophy conversation. Go make a play. Go put the team on your back. Go put the Avs up. one nothing after one. The rest will take care of itself. I think the Colorado Avalanche can win this series if they steal one early in Nashville. Might as well steal tonight, and then tomorrow we can talk about going up 2 nothing. Let's get greedy. The Nuggets, we're all depressed. We're all sad. Turn your attention to the Colorado Avalanche. Heat one up, Manchester. It's Manchester's hot take. Nug life is about to become the good life. They have two stars in the making. This is a town where we, and I've said it before, we tend to over, uh, estimate or overvalue players who, uh, who call this home. Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray are going to be stars. They answered the bell last night. Jokic was phenomenal in the third quarter. Murray was great down the stretch to get the Nuggets back into the game. Here's what I want, though. It's time to just realize they're the stars, push all your chips in with those two guys, and build around them. Stop building or stop trying to win games and sneak into the playoffs with Jameer Nelson and Devin Harris and Will Barton and guys like that. Those are your stars. Give them the keys to the car and start riding it. Because, yes, it's frustrating to be a Nuggets fan this morning because they lost a heartbreaker last night. But the future is bright, and you just got to go all in on the two guys that showed last night that when the situation is tough, on the road in a do-or-die game, they're not going to back down. Now, I get it. They didn't win. Jamal Murray didn't hit the three with 12 seconds left in overtime that would have cut it to one. I get it. Nikola Jokic lost the ball in the corner at 4.4 seconds left in a tie game in regulation and a chance to win it. But they didn't blink. They didn't back down from the situation. The Nuggets have two stars in the making. It's time to build around them. It's time to give them, give them the keys to the car. The Nug life is about to become the good life. I'll be honest. That makes me feel a little better. I, I like that. Wait, are you Dr. Manchester Marillette? That that made Dude, me feel better. I have Can this I give you a PhD? I have this reputation of being Debbie Downer, Captain Bring Down, Ned Negative, whatever you want to call me. I don't know where you got that reputation. Yeah, I don't no know matter. who brought no that clue. upon you. I, I'm, I'm a realist. I'm a realist. And a lot of times, you know what? Reality sucks. A lot of times, reality sucks. When your quarterback is a guy who couldn't even start at Northwestern, reality sucks. When your general manager spends more time in Palm Beach than he does in the office, reality sucks. But you know what? Sometimes reality doesn't suck. And if you look at this Nuggets team and you look at them objectively, it doesn't suck. Yeah. It doesn't. Well, but what about that disparity in foul attempts that I gave you? What I mean, seriously, I'm, I'm not going to blame you. Dude, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's human nature. That's more of a reflection of the NBA, right? That's that's an NBA problem. It's Man. not a game problem last night. But to see that game, and we all watched it. It was a wrestling match. That, if that game were played mid-February, everybody would have fouled out. Would you agree? Yes. Todd Gibson would have fouled out multiple times. I was watching the okay. game with my dad. I said, Carl yeah. Anthony Towns could have 14 fouls if they easily, called him every easily. time. Okay. And both ways, by the way. I mean, there was mm. a, a call late where uh, Jimmy Butler attempted a shot on the baseline. Uh, Paul Millsap jumped, fouled him. They should have called the foul. They didn't. Okay, I get it. But to have a wrestling match like that and the, the road team in the fourth quarter in overtime going an entire 17 minutes with a wrestling match type of game, not attempt a single foul shot while the other team has 12? That's unbelievable. Uh, no, I'm I'm with you, and it was frustrating. But that game came down to, it was the tale of two floaters. The Nuggets had a great defensive possession, great defensive possession. And Jeff Teague hits a floater to put the T-Wolves up by a point with a minute 19 left. And then with 25 seconds left, Will Barton misses a four-footer. 
I, you know, I'm just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna run around and cry and, and get in the fetal position because Will Barton missed a four footer. I'm not gonna. You should have taken the three, mind you. I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm three. not gonna throw the baby out with the bathwater because Will Barton missed a four footer. I'm not. Reality doesn't suck, Nuggets fans. Embrace it. Boy, I don't understand this Marilette. No, this is this is a this, this is the exact one. opposite of when the Rockies lose in Arizona. They had okay. a chance. The Rockies had a chance to win the World Series. The Nuggets weren't winning the NBA title. All right, now we need your calls. 303-753-0950. 303-753-0950. Jump on it right now. Get on it. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Have I told you how cool it is for the Avs to be back in the postseason? Have I said that enough lately? I think you mentioned it once or twice. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, is that a thing of beauty? Johnson for McKinnon with a shot. He scored. Oh, no. He didn't do that. Stanley Cup playoffs. Here they come, baby. Abs and Preds. Game one tonight. Oh, my goodness gracious. Extended pregame starts at 6 on the home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Great coaches are leaders who fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change. One that will improve your financial future. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family owned. And here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, and customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten your term, even save you up to $1,000 a month. And it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals, including paying off high-interest debt. I'm talking about a 10-minute call to get things started and closings in as fast as 10 days. Plus, there are never any upfront fees. So call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan. 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Nick Backridge here from Susbuick GMC. We know you can buy a car or truck anywhere. We all pay the same price for new vehicles. But at Susbuick GMC, the difference is the people. No loud screaming out low payments with misleading and confusing disclaimers and fees. At Sus, we don't have any fees, just the price plus tax, that's it. Those are the numbers. Sus Buick GMC selling new Buicks and GMCs and the best pre-owned selection around. Real people, real prices, go figure. Sus Buick GMC on Havana, Mississippi. Visit us at sus.net. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. Be someone's hero and say yes to organ, eye, and tissue donation. Hi, this is Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, and from April 9th through the 22nd, show the heart on your driver's license and get a free second movie ticket at participating theaters. For info, visit DonateLifeColorado.org. Next time your child's due for the shots, distract them with silly cooing and smiling. When you seem happy, your child will pick up on those positive vibes. Respect the facts, protect your child, immunize. Brought to you by the Colorado Department of Public Health Environment and the Colorado Broadcasters Association. Hey, sports fans, unless you're really rolling, there's no way possible you could afford over $100,000 of damage to your property. Hail, fire, water damage. That's why you have insurance. But nearly every insurance claim is underpaid. 
The C3 Group can help. They're a team of property claim experts that work to ensure insurance companies pay what they're required to pay. Property owners, HOAs, and contractors, they all trust the C3 Group to recoup damages from 100000 into the millions. You can trust the C3 Group as well. Call 303-670-2710. Do you wake up dreading your day? Would you like an extra 6000 in the bank? Start a fresh new career with First Transit in Commerce City. Now hiring full-time bus drivers. Apply in person at the First Transit Commerce City location. Bring your seven-year driving record and interview on site. First Transit, offering competitive pay, benefits, and qualified hires receive a $6,000 hiring bonus. A fresh new career with First Transit in Commerce City. Apply today, 6345 Colorado Boulevard. More info? Call 720-544-6457. Denver's real estate market is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. Visit LearnWithTheAcademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's LearnWithTheAcademy.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. There's an accident clearing on eastbound I-270 at Vasquez, clearing off the left lane. You want to stay to the right, and it is slowing traffic through there and causing curiosity, slowing on westbound I-270. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Looks like your uh, southbound I-25 drive right now is slowing between I-70 and 20th, an accident off to the shoulder at 20th. A boy from Kenya dreams of finishing his education, and elder longs for community in Guatemala. A mother worries about her children's future in India. Help them write a new story at unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. The Colorado Avalanche can win this series if they steal one early in Nashville. Might as well steal tonight and then tomorrow we can talk about going up 2 nothing. Let's get greedy. The Nuggets, we're all depressed. We're all sad. Turn your attention to the Colorado Avalanche. The Avs and Preds game one tonight on Altitude 950, also on Altitude TV. Plenty of Avs talk coming up, but uh, right now we need some uh, group therapy on what happened to the Nuggets. Uh, packed phone lines, 303-753-0950. As soon as you hear somebody drop, give the uh, show a call. Love to hear from you. Love to hear from passionate, long-time Nuggets fans, even the newest Nuggets fans, what you thought of last night's games. There are a lot of texts we haven't gotten to either. Uh Please. Uh, bear with me here. There's a lot we got to go to. Let's go straight to the phone line. Jesse, who's first here? Oh, uh, we got Cameron. Cameron, you're on the Vic Lombardi Show. What's up, Cam? Hey, boys. How's it going? Good to finally be on the show. Well, thanks for joining us. What do you got? What do you see? What do you know? So, I, 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 Manchester basically said it best. Um, I hadn't been siding with his his hot takes this, this season as, as much as maybe he would have liked, but starting to more and more, so I don't know if I should be concerned about myself. Um, no, I'm, you should be. I'm really trying, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really trying to be optimistic. Um, happy to see Nicole Jokic grow into a man, Jamal Murray. He's making things happen. I don't want to talk about Barton and him mishandling the ball. Um, definitely excited about Coach Malone. He, uh, he's got a good thing going. I really like his tactic with how he saves getting really pissed off for the, the desperate moments when the team really needs him. Um, so, so I'm happy. I'm, I'm optimistic. All right. Well, I appreciate the phone call. Thank you very much. Hey. A couple thoughts. Um, here, here's what the game came down to. And tell me if you guys agree. 
The reason why ultimately Minnesota was able to survive, despite the uh, foul shot disparity, which the NBA needs to look at closely, the guys that came through for Minnesota down the stretch in crunch time were veterans. It was Jimmy Butler. It was Taj Gibson, right? The two guys they got this offseason. Those two guys, George and Jeff Teague as well, the guys they just added to their roster, the veterans played their best basketball in the clutch. The Nuggets veterans did not. I totally agree with you. And let's go back to my hot take. It's it's Jokic and it's Murray, and you got to push your chips into the middle of the table and add pieces around them that, that know their role. Exactly. Exactly. Know their role. And here's the other thing. I'm not all field day. The expectation next year, 50 wins, and you have home court advantage in the first round. That's no my expectation. No you won 30 games at home this year. You can win 20 on the road. You can be a 500 team on the road. It's 50-plus wins, and it's home court advantage in the first round. That's the expectation. But you're right. They they went out, though. Minnesota went out and got guys, veterans, that augmented their very good young players, Carl Anthony Towns, yeah. Andrew Wiggins. That's what the Nuggets need to go well, do. It was just it was striking to me because the two young players, the guys that were supposedly the core in Minnesota, Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins, outside of the two Wiggins free throws, both of those dudes shrunk down the stretch. No did doubt. Did you notice that? No they doubt. They did it, nothing. Anthony Towns, Nothing. remember yesterday I was saying, boy, he can't have, he can't have a 30 point game where he's really efficient. He was 8 of 10 to start the game. He finished 12 of 19. Couldn't do a thing. And the opposite happened with the Nuggets exactly. young players. They shine down the stretch. It's their veterans who let them down. So, Wilson Chandler is the starting small forward. He played 48 minutes, more than any player on the court, and finished with as many points as HW. That cannot happen. I, you accidentally score a point in an NBA game. I get it. But if you think Taj Gibson and Jeff Teague are going to lead you to an NBA title, you're fooling yourself. You're I get fooling it yourself. Yeah. So that's uh, Troy. Troy is next on the uh on the phone line. 303-753-0950. That's the phone number. We're welcoming your calls this morning. Uh thoughts on the Nuggets game and really what else is on your mind. Go ahead, Troy. Hey, thanks guys for taking my call today. Um I really enjoyed watching that game last night, even in the Nuggets loss. Thought they played well. Um, I echo you guys' comments about the um, young guys playing well with Murray and Jokic. Um, I guess one comment I had is um, just you guys' thoughts on Wilson Chandler's game last night, how many minutes he played, and I believe he didn't score a point. Just like if you guys thought maybe Gary Harris or someone should have been in there instead, and just like what possible moves you might could possibly see them make. Like, um, I, I, I'm not sure on the pending free agents, but if there's any big names you guys would like to see pair up with, um, with our two young stars and go from there, um, I guess I'll let you guys go and so I can listen to your comments. Thank Troy, you. Again thanks for, for the, taking call. the call. I was perplexed that Gary Harris never got off the bench in overtime. Um, I don't know if that had anything to do with his injury or if it just it was a gut thing. You want to go with what you got out there, but you know, this is a guy that saved you multiple times all season. He made one of the most clutch shots of the year against OKC. He plays both ways, obviously. So I don't know, man. I it, I can't speak to that. That one was a question mark. Man, it, it, I, I'm with you. And, and look, I, I thought Michael Malone was great down the stretch. It, that was a mistake in my mind. He, he fell in love with Will Barton. Will Barton had a had a moment in the game yesterday where it was a six-point swing. He misses a wide-open three, and then he doubles Wiggins down in the corner. There's no reason to double him. Leave, leaves a wide-open three for the T-Wolves, and they hit it. It, Will Barton, and I know he's the guy everybody wants to pick on, and but listen, he killed him in overtime. He did. He well, did. The, the I'd rather about, go down with Gary Harris, wouldn't you? Let me say this about Will, and tell me if you agree, and we're going to get back to the lines here shortly. 
The Nuggets would have never been in that situation last night if not for Will Barton during that six-game win streak. I agree. He came up huge. Okay? I agree. So you live and die with Will. Mm-hmm. You get the best, you get the worst. But there were a couple occasions last night where you look, oh, my God, are you kidding me? Will Barton has never seen a shot, a shot he doesn't like. There are, <laughs> there are times during the game where he attempts shots, and you're like, what is that? Well, so last night in overtime, when he had an open look at a three with 30 seconds left for a chance to take the lead – and he passes on that shot to move up and take a floater. Now you could argue, okay, he's doing the efficient thing, but that goes against his mentality. You know, you could tell, you could tell in that situation, he wasn't all the way sure. And if he takes that three and misses, I could live with that more than missing the floater. No, I, I'm with you, but there was, you know, there was also the possession where with four seconds on the shot clock, he passes it to no one in the corner and Jokic has to go grab it and just oh, chuck it up. Some of those possessions. Just oh, so frustrating. With, with, with the opportunity to extend the lead, James, when they had the opportunity to put the game away multiple times and they couldn't get a shot off, I wanted to stab myself in the mouth. I, I'm with you. And so here's the thing, like, I, I, feel better, I can live with Jokic not pulling it off with 4.4 seconds. I can live with Jamal Murray missing a wide-open three that was right on line and just was long with 12 seconds left in overtime. I could have lived with Gary Harris missing a floater. I I just could have because they're going to be here in 2020. They're going to be here in 2021. I, I it just That's the part of it that's my only quibble with last night. Here's the thing on Wilson Chandler. I know he didn't score. I get it. He only took three shots. I just thought that guy was very active last night. I really did. I, I thought you know, he drew the foul on the loose ball in overtime. I thought he actually, this is going to sound crazy because his numbers aren't very good, obviously. No points, nine rebounds. I thought he was pretty good last night. Well, I thought know, he was maybe, active. Maybe on the defensive end, he's always active, but you have to want to score. There were a couple of occasions where he got the ball and threw it right back. I know, but you know he, what I'm saying? You know, you know that situation. You, throw, you, you wanted no part of shooting, no part of it. But he also was getting the ball to the guys that I want them to have the ball. I don't want Wilson Chandler taking a shot in overtime. I don't. I want him being active on the defensive end. But if you got a guard on your back and you're in the post, I get it. I get it. I, he he just didn't bother me last night. He really didn't. And I get it. The big big goose egg stands out. I thought Wilson Chandler was very active. Vic, we've got Ed, Tommy, Trent, Matt, John, Myron. We've got full lines. Do you want to uh, hit uh, all these get on Ed, the other let's side? Let's get Ed very quickly right, before we go to break. We'll sneak Ed in here quick. How you doing, Ed? Hey guys, thanks for taking the call. Um couple of thoughts. I think going into the season, if you said the Nuggets were going to have 46 wins this year, I think that's a positive season. I mean, I think the West is jam-packed. Are there games that, you know, they finished very strong. Uh, they needed all seven wins. They didn't get them. But, you know, I look back at Clippers loss, Memphis loss, you know, those losses. But they really came up and learned how to close out games, especially at the end. Even this game, they were down eight. And they found a way to tie the game back up. They had multiple chances to win and to close the game out. It didn't happen. So I take away that they were positive and learned how to, like, really play well in the stretch. That You know, I think that's a big thing for this club moving forward. And I think, like, hey, Wilson Chandler, I think he played great. That's not his game. Uh, I think he a loss on him. All right, Ed. Ed's, uh, Ed's, Ed's phone's going a little crazy here. Let's go ahead and uh, and shorten it up there, and we'll get to break. Ed, I appreciate the phone call. Thanks for listening. Um, listen, I guess it's how you think, it's how you feel, and I really appreciate you and Manchester coming in with that optimistic viewpoint. But I think a show like this, the day after, I 
this is where we bitch and moan. Sorry, we have all off season to think about the optimism. We have the entire off season to think about how much better it's going to be. I'm mad this morning. I'm uh, irritated and I'm frustrated. I get it. And I need the time to be that way. That's fine. But this is a team that's going to win 50 plus okay. games next year. That's they're going to the win next, the Northwest Division. We have 150 days to talk fine. about that. Um, this morning, this is talk radio. This is what fans do. You spout. You're angry. You're disappointed. Hashtag Nug Life. Stay on the line. More your phone calls. 303-753-0950. 303-753-0950. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosher for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303-695-7000. 303 Six nine five seven thousand or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey guys, listen up. We all love those hearty homestyle meals. You know, the chicken fried steak with a huge side of mashed potatoes covered in gravy. But let's get real. We aren't going to just cook that up. That's why I get my homestyle meal fix from the Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic for Black Eyed Pea. Try Cajun Catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and of course their chicken fried steak with homestyle gravy. Nine wonderful front range locations and all locally owned. Great value, great food, and great service at the homestyle Black Eyed it's tax season. There's plenty of ways I could blow my tax return. I could buy the biggest TV I could find, take a limo ride to the fanciest restaurant in town, maybe a trip to the casino and put it all on black. Or I could make the right decision and take it to Grand Valley Auto because tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto. Grand Valley Auto. They've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing tax time deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change just for stopping by if you mention this ad. Tax time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth in Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Oil change is good for up to five quarts. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney and, more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. Hey there, Denver, it's Ryan Harris, and I'm here to talk to you about Speak Now, the drug and alcohol awareness for parents. As a parent myself, I know it can be hard to talk with your kids about alcohol and drugs, but with Speak Now, they give you the facts as well as a starting point to have an open conversation regarding drug and alcohol abuse and use. So visit speaknowcolorado.org to 
learn more and make sure you and your family are having important conversations that will save your children's future. This is Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400, and I've maintained my weight at 172. Gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Eastbound I-270 at Vasquez. The left lane is blocked, clearing an accident. Do expect delay there and curiosity slowing on westbound 270. Traffic is brought to you by Positive Coaching Alliance. Westbound I-70, there is an accident clearing at Peoria with stop-and-go traffic between airport and Peoria. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. What's up, Walt? Cool. Uh, I got a battle. And uh, this should stink. This should bother us. And uh, hopefully we can use this experience towards next year. Just to remember how it went down, I guess, next year when... You face games against teams you should beat because if the Nuggets win those games, if they beat the likes of Phoenix, Sacramento, Memphis, they wouldn't be in that position. We've talked about that. We'll get back to the phone lines. A couple texts I want to read. Uh, full lines, by the way, 303-753-0950. I'll go through these texts quickly. 0556 writes, don't you feel like Joker missed a lot of key shots down the stretch? Yeah, he also was wearing a coat named Todd Gibson, um, and they let everything go. Uh, let's see. Harris was not healthy, but a mistake not to play him, or would it have been a mistake to play him and mess up the knee? Every, oh, I, come on, he played. He played earlier in the game. He played last game. The the knee injury, I don't think, was a factor. He just didn't play. He didn't play in overtime. I don't know why. You know what else killed him? It wasn't just the two floaters. This is the most nug life thing from last night. Yeah. The little up and under move that Jokic had, and he missed the left hand. Oh my God! If he the hits the rim. Even yeah, if he hits the rim and misses, it's not a 24-second violation. I know, bro. Ugh. And Chandler missed the tip in, mind you. Millsap did not earn his $30 million, non-existent out there. reason they acquired him was to win a game like this. I'm somewhat willing to give Millsap a little bit of a pass because I don't know where his wrist situation is. He fell on it during mm-hmm. the game, and it looked like he re-injured it. So I'm not trying to go field day on that, but I, I just don't know where that stands. Because that can't be the real Paul Millsap, right? It can't be. No, but uh, listen, it's also fair to say their starting front court last night made $42.5 million this year, and they scored 10 points. Uh, That's Uh, fair. From 7505, Will Barton shoots, everyone hates him. Will Barton passes, everyone hates him. I get it. Will sort of, he catches a lot of heat. He catches a lot of heat. I get it. But I did preface what we said by saying the, the Nuggets would not have been in that situation last night if not for Will Barton the last six games. Okay? I get it. But down the stretch, Will Barton had opportunities and didn't come through. 
Let's go back to the phone lines. Full lines this morning. Tommy, you're on the Vic Lombardi Show. What's up, Tommy? Well, first I want to give kudos to you, Vic, and your guys for the best sports show reporting Denver sports on any radio station in this city. Thank you. Tommy, I appreciate that. And let me say this. I I couldn't fathom walking into work today after that emotional game and having to force-feed listeners agenda-driven crap that we know is all ratings-driven, consultant-driven. People want to talk about games, sports, things that, you know what I'm saying? So I really appreciate you recognizing that. That's the thing that chaps me. I'm a lifelong Denverite. This is my home. I want to talk about what happened last night and yesterday. I don't want to talk about what's going to happen in two weeks. That's crap. Well, I'll try to uplift you with my first sentence, and then I'll tell you what my disappointments were. (laughs) But uh, One word that describes how I feel this morning is proud. I'm proud of the way that group of men and their coach came together at the end of the season. What highlights they gave us and excitement the last two weeks of the season i understand memphis i understand the whole year Millsap out 44 days games whatever uh but i'm very proud of them and uh they did go into a tough situation and gave it everything they have so that was cool but uh, what i'm disappointed in was uh the last play called with 4.4 seconds I'm disappointed. I don't understand why Chandler played 48 minutes. I'm not uh, totally understandable. You just alluded to it. But the last two games that Millsap played makes no sense to the talent that he usually brought to the table. But one interesting thing is I know it was a playoff game. It was a brawl. The officials were a certain way and that we – did not get a foul shot, and they got 12. But I got to tell you, in the first half, I cringed. We shot 50 to 60% from the foul line, and I knew darn well this game would come down to the last minute. And we lost that game with pathetic foul shooting in the first half. That's my take. Tommy, thanks, buddy. Uh, even Jamal Murray, who never, ever misses two foul shots, went 0 for 2, one trip to the line. And I get it. Those all add up. And in the end, they, they, they're they there. I mean, you, you you can't miss them. But when you don't get a single attempt in the entire fourth quarter in overtime while the opposition gets 12, I just can't overlook that disparity. That's outrageous. Trent, you're on the Vic Lombardi Show, 303-753-0950. Trent, how are you? Oh, pretty good. How about you guys this morning? Very good, thanks. What you got? Yeah, um, that that was a rough game. I, I mean, Jokic and Murray definitely were the bright spots. Um, kind of on both sides of the floor, they had pretty pretty solid games throughout. Um, but yeah, the the free throws really killed them down the stretch. And then, yeah, you, you kind of live and die by Will Barton. He's kind of Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, and definitely the uh, bad side of him kind of showed up last night. Lots of bad contested layups. Um, and then even when he was passing, I think there was one point where he kind of held on to the ball. And then about two, three seconds left, he threw it over to Jokic, so he had to just kind of throw up whatever he got a shot at. Um, and it, it's kind of ironic that he had given that quote about um, he watches Kobe highlights because he reminds me some nights of the guy that's at the YMCA that will just throw up the ugliest shot you've ever seen and yell Kobe after he takes a shot. Um, and it, it's, yeah, I also don't get why we didn't play Trey Lyles uh, down the stretch and then the other big thing that stuck out was Wilson Chandler played, yeah, 48 minutes, 0 yeah. for 3, 
zero points. He tied an NBA record with Dennis Rodman and Horace Grant for the most time played without scoring a single point. And why we didn't play Gary Harris at all, three minutes to go in the fourth quarter, he he could have been clutch because his threat for cutting the basket was something that we didn't have on the floor. Um, and not only that, but just his his defense would have would have equaled or exceeded Wilson Chandler uh, there in the fourth row T. So there is definitely some chances to win the game, but um, just kind of disappointing that a lot of our guys didn't come through. Um, the one bright spot is the fact that we've got Murray Harris and Jokic to build around. Um, they won 46 games, you know, with 40 games missed by Millsap, um, multiple by Gary Harris, and then. Um, you kind of saw even when Wilsap came back and the last two games out of Gary Harris, both of them weren't healthy. So um, I'm hoping that this this loss is going to sting for them to where they look back, like you said, look at the Memphis game, the Phoenix game, the the big lead they gave up against the Clippers to where they say, hey, you know what, we have to have this intensity for every single one of the games down the stretch because it could come down to just one game. So um, definitely a disappointing game, but I'm I'm hoping that this is just going to fuel the fire for guys like uh, Murray Harris and Jokic moving forward, and, and hopefully next year we're talking about high high of a playoff seat that they can get instead of. Um, All right, Trent. Appreciate, appreciate it, Trent. Appreciate it, man. Th- thanks for the call, Trent. Appreciate it. Sounds like you're a passionate Nuggets fan. Uh, bottom line is uh, the, the reason I guess those guys were in the game that long and Wilson played 48 minutes is you dance with what brung you in overtime. Those are the starters. Those those are the guys. Those are the dudes that won six in a row and. Um, Coach Malone was comfortable going with those guys. That, you know, let's, that, that's the only thing I'll give him here. Those are the guys that put you in that position. And he was loyal to those guys. It didn't work out in overtime. They came close. It didn't work out. Let's go back to the lines. Again, uh, packed phone lines this morning. John, you're on the Vic Lombardi show. How are you, John? Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, you know, I've, I'm a native. I've been around for a long time with the Nuggets. I was even there during some of the, the skiish Vila years and prior to that. So last night was – I'm not mad, but I'm really disappointed because I don't know who that team was last night. John, you they know what? You just scared. said something. Let me, let me – hold on a second. Let me just stop you. I think that's the yep. best way I've heard it this morning. You're not mad, but you're disappointed. That is Nug Life. You're exactly right. I'm not mad at these dudes because I know they did a lot that I never expected them, but I am damn disappointed, and I have a right to be disappointed right now. Mad and disappointed, two entirely different feelings. You're right. Go on. I'm sorry. But exactly. You know, they played scared. They were afraid to shoot, which wasn't the team that we saw play Portland a couple nights beforehand. Um, I'm shocked about the last, the uh, at the end of regulation, the, the call play. Jokic at the bear at the three on the baseline. Um, it's just they did well. I hope they learn from it. And I say this every year that they don't make the playoffs. I'm hoping next year I'm still going to be back as a season ticket holder. But it's just disappointing because we had such high aspirations and these guys are so much fun to watch. But the other disappointing thing is I love hearing you guys during hoop season. And so now, even though I'm going to keep on listening and calling in. We still have to wait till next season starts to get back in the flow. Yeah. But I, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for the call, John. Much appreciated. Back to the lines after this timeout. And that's one thing that I'm stressed about, to be honest with you. I am selfish. I'm selfish because you know what? I look forward every morning to talking about this Nuggets team. I look forward to this stuff. And when the season ends, 
it, it goes away for a while. Let's be honest. We have packed phone lines talking about a Nuggets defeat. This is what happens after Bronco games. How often does this happen in Denver, Colorado, talking about Nuggets games? Not often. We got it now. I want it to continue. Let's reset the show. You got Vic Lombardi program right here, Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. It's game day for the Colorado Avalanche. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are in Nashville to take on the Predators in game one of their first round series. The puck drops at 7.30 with the pregame show. Get in away at 7.05. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. KSE, Parker, Denver, Colorado Avalanche, Stanley Cup Playoff Hockey. Stanley Cup Playoffs! Game one, tonight. Here they come, baby! Home of the Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Um, great for our young players, guys like Jamal, Gary, Nicola, but for all for other players as well. And if you want to be a playoff team, uh, we won six of these games in a row, and we lost a tough one tonight. Line four eight five four writes in, hey guys, who wanted the ball at the end of the game? No one wanted it. No one wanted to take the big shot. You're running through Jokic. He's not aggressive enough or strong enough to be down on the post at this point. Where was Gary Harris? That's from John. A couple things there. Um, Jamal Murray wanted the ball. He wanted the ball. He shot the ball. Yeah. He so was don't not, say that he didn't want the. He wanted the ball. He wasn't okay? backing down at all. Yeah. And as far as Jokic is concerned. I'm not going to put that on Joker. He was being physically assaulted at times. So you can blame that on strength or whatever. He was literally being tackled. I don't blame the officials for that. That's just playoff basketball. It's what it is. Somebody else, if you got one guy being physically assaulted, somebody else has to step up. And I would be griping more about the officials today, Vic. I get it. The stat you throw out there is bad. But... I can't really recall there being this really bad ticky tack call on the other end that I just was losing my mind. Well, yeah. the only the only play that I offer, and I tweeted this. Take a look at my Twitter site. It's when Jamal Murray drove I know. in regulation, banked it. I mean, come on, that's that's a foul ten out of ten times. I know, I know, but, of, you, but you mentioned the Millsap jumping out, and he jumped yes, into Jimmy Butler. Yes, that yes, could have been three yes. free throws easily. But see, here's here's the difference, and here's where the Nuggets are learning. The veterans on that Minnesota team, the Taj Gibsons, the Jeff Teagues, the Jimmy Butler, they know that in those situations, the referee is going to swallow that whistle whole. And they were doing things that normally they wouldn't do. The Nuggets have to learn to adapt to that style when the game's online. You know what I'm saying? I I, I, I get it. and I know you guys, and I know we need to get back to the phone line, and you guys wanted to get in the playoffs because you learned things in the, in the playoffs. And, and I understand that. But... I think the Nuggets learned lessons this year. They learned lessons of can't I'm take the foot. I'm tired of learning no? lessons. Okay, so fine. You, were they going to win the NBA title? I'm. Were they going to win the NBA title? Dude, because I'm, for two years you guys have told me how important it is to get in and get swept by Golden State because of all they're going to learn. Again, so I my, think they learned more in the last three weeks than they were going to learn in four games against Golden State. My That's ire, my point. My ire and anger this morning is selfishly based on being irrational. I wanted more basketball out of the Nuggets. I did. Okay, well, you'd have been frustrated four more times. That's fine. Well, give me four more opportunities then. All right. Give me four more opportunities to get frustrated. I think I I think they learn more by 
uh, losing to Memphis, losing to the Clippers, going into Minnesota and having the game last night, going into Oklahoma City and winning, having to come back and beat Milwaukee. I think they learned more in the last three weeks than they would have learned getting swept by Golden State. That's my point. Um, guys, later in the show, we'll be joined by Adam Morris, Earl Boykins, and Travis Heath. Right now, the phone lines are still hot. 303-753-0950. Who's up? Who do we have, HW? I don't know who's up. Right. Up next on the uh, phone lines, you got Matt. He's been on hold for 24 minutes. <laughs> wow, Matt. Patient. How you doing, bud? Hey there. I'm doing all right. Uh, you guys got a great show. Lifelong Nugget fan here. Um, totally disappointed in last night. Uh, I think we got a great core with Murray, Harris, Jokic, man. That's a phenomenal core, and I would hope people would want to come and play with these guys. Um, but as far as, you know, I, I'm over the Will Barton experiment. You know, he... He he helps us a lot, but he hurts us so much. It's like rec center basketball all the time. He tries to be the number one scoring option, and he should be the fourth scoring option. Um, well, you make a good point nice. there. You, you know, the one thing I think the Nuggets need to uh, clarify next season is any veteran they sign, anybody that's out of, outside of that three-man core, Gary Harris, Jamal Murray, and Nikola Jokic, and I know Manchester has mentioned this, it's so important to know your role, right? Know what you do. And do it well, Absolutely. and don't do anything more than that. I'll give you an example. And this guy struggled at times. Mason Plumlee knows his role. Yes. Can we all agree on that? Yes. Can we agree? Yes. He knows his role. So if you're a veteran, know what your strengths are, and don't try to do more than that. Because I think at times Will catches a lot of heat. He wanted to be the guy. But he's not going to be the guy on this team. He's not. He wanted to be the superstar. That's not who he is next to Murray and Jokic. Now, he may think that, and I'd, I'd be... Uh, I'd be disappointed if he didn't feel that way because he's a competitor. But the reality is he's not. Well, but he gets a mixed message when his coach plays in 42 minutes. Exactly. Uh, I, I would like to know if maybe we could get a little bit of a refund back on the Paul Millsap. I, you know, I understand he's been hurt, but that's not a $30 million man. I don't, I don't well, I didn't play it. like I it. No, not this year. It. No, not this That's year. why I'm willing and, to give uh, him a little bit of a reprieve because – I just sure. don't know how bad the injury is. We don't know. We don't know. Sure. And and what's your guys' opinion on Malone? I, I say start hashtag, hey, hey, ho, ho, Malone's got to go. Appreciate the phone call. Um, listen, this is the beauty of, of talk radio. We could sit here and critique about certain plays, certain calls, certain fascinations with rotation. Bottom line is toward the end of the season, when they won six in a row, he had them cooking. He found something. Now, couldn't find it all the way into the playoffs, but whatever he found with the season on the line, you'd like to think that you can apply that to the team next year. Well, Nuggets should have never been in this situation. No, I agree. I agree with that. But I, I think uh, the good teams, the head coach and the best players, are on the same page. And in the last seven-game stretch, it seemed to me like Michael Malone and his best players Clicked. They got on the same page. Now, I'm, I'm, look, I'll point the finger at the coach when you lose at home to Phoenix, when you blow a 19 point lead to the Clippers, when you lose on the road to Memphis. I think those are fair criticisms, but I like what I saw in terms of the stars and the coach being on the same page down the stretch. And I would want to go into next year and say, well, how does, how do we build on that? Cause if you're going to get rid of the coach, you got to come with, well, who are you bringing in that's going to be better? And listen, I remember the Brian Shaw years. I remember when the head coach and the and the star players were not on the same page, and that's a disaster. 
Well, and, and let me turn that question around. Let, and let's be honest here. Did Minnesota win that game because of coaching? No. No. It's a player's league, man. It's a player's league more than any other league in professional sports. The players determine the outcome. So we can criticize. We can say, why is that guy playing so many minutes? Thibodeau had no, he had no role in Minnesota winning the game. He put his guys out there and they produced. The, the one issue about the, uh, the final shot with four seconds to play and the play call there. Let's break that down very quickly before we go back to the line. Okay. Cause we all said, who's getting the ball now? Tie game and a regulation. Nuggets with the chance to win. Before that play happened, what did you guys envision? I just want to wa- walk me through what you saw. Well, what I told the group I was watching the game with is I want to get the ball into Jamal Murray. I want to run pick and roll. He either takes it to the hoop or he kicks it out to Jokic and Jokic had hit that shot five times in the second, in the second half. That's what I wanted to see, but it had to go to either Jokic or Murray. That's who had to get the ball, but you don't want it to Jokic in the corner 23 feet from the hoop. It just, right, so, it doesn't work. So you, y- you say to yourself, a coach knowing the situation, Two hot hands, Jokic and, and Murray, you want the ball in one of their hands. Yes. So that part was achieved. Yes. The problem is Jokic got the ball too far outside the Correct. lane. He caught it too far. And, and, and is that a player execution thing or is that a coach call? I don't know. And then when Jokic caught it, he turns toward the baseline. He goes to the corner. It's over at that point, right? Yeah. As soon as he caught it and went toward the corner, I'm like, okay, you're not going to get a good shot off. You're just not. So if he catches it and turns to the middle of the court, you have more opportunity there. So give credit to Taj Gibson, the veteran, who forced him to the corner as soon as he caught it. Is that coaching? Or is that a player, a young player, in a key situation, just making the wrong move with the ball in his hands? It's B. I mean, with 4.4, I think you want to get the ball in the hands of a guard. But I have, I'm not going to quibble with getting the ball to Jokic. I'm not. That's, I want it in, in Jokic's hands or Murray's hands. It didn't work out. Okay. I can I can live with that. It didn't Let, work out. Let's go to Myron, who's been waiting patiently on the phone line. 303-753-0950. Myron, how are you, bud? I'm a little sad and disappointed, fellas. Well, you should be. It's okay. That's why we're here. I know. Well, first off, I'm not a basketball fan. I'm a Colorado fan. And when I see last night go down the way it did, it, it really it kind of hits you in the feels a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll give you one thing. Those boys went out kicking and screaming. They could have easily folded it up with about three minutes to go in that game and called yeah. it good. Yeah. But they, they, they fought hard, and you can't fire them alone. That dude had them boys balling the last couple weeks. Now, you can look back and see all the games that they dropped, the Dallas game, the Phoenix game. There was plenty of games they should have won and never been in that situation. But I'll tell you what, them boys went out kicking and screaming, and I'm glad we're not breaking down film of a guard from UTEP in the third round today. <laughs> Myron, thanks for the call. I really appreciate it. And I really, what I appreciate most is that you're a Colorado sports fan, right? You understand the moment. You understand what we should be discussing, like any sports fan. You're not a sport fan. You're a sports fan. Vic, Big difference. Vic, and I know, I, I get why everybody's sad and disappointed and mad and all that kind of stuff today. And it's really easy to look back on Malone and say, what if he hadn't benched Jokic and Murray in the fourth quarter when they lost to Dallas? What if they win that? I get it. I understand that. But I think if you're taking the long view, the benefits that come out of those kind of moves and what it's going to turn into are more important than one more win that might have got you in so you can get swept by Golden State. So it's almost like being a parent. You you ground your kid, and it hurts you 
more than it hurts him knowing Correct. full well down the line what it's going to do, right? I got that line from my parents yeah. all the time. This hurts me more than it hurts you. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm the one getting the belt on the backside. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think getting slapped in the face and having a shoe, a shoe thrown at me hurts me a little yeah. bit more. I never Whoa. bought that line for a second. This group therapy session is going really well because I was mad at 659. I'm in a great mood now. It's 812. The, the, the Avalanche are going to win tonight. It's all good. When my mom used to sidearm those slippers at me, the one with the wooden heel, it yeah. hurt me a lot more than it hurt her. I can guarantee you that. It's going to hurt me more than it hurts you. Well, you seem to be smiling. I'm not. 303-753-0950. Uh, keep them coming, man. Keep them coming. We need mornings like this. If you want to talk nuggets, give us a ring. You want to talk abs, whatever it may be. we got to take a break right now. you got the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. They've got a Fez and a trophy likely finalists between the pipes. They've got an unbelievable six defensemen. They've got one of the deepest teams in the league up front, if not the deepest team. Everybody knows that. But the Avs will counter with the best player through either team and the best line on either team. Of course, they've got an opportunity to uh, to throw those young, hungry kids out there who have been, honestly, trial by fire. Uh, They've been involved in that here coming down the stretch, and so they're learning what this is all about. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey, guys, it's Ryan Harris. And your boy, Nate Crackman, for our friends at Colorado family-owned American Financing. If you are going to borrow money for a new home, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best service, and fastest closings. Plus, you'll get one-on-one attention while being guided through the options, resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals. I'd call that a win, Ryan. And there are never any upfront fees. Pick up the phone and give them a call at 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Denver's real estate market is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. Visit learnwiththeacademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's learnwiththeacademy.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain, 
on sus.net. You can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Hey, sports fans, unless you're really rolling, there's no way possible you could afford over $100,000 of damage to your property. Hail, fire, water damage. That's why you have insurance. But nearly every insurance claim is underpaid. The C3 Group can help. They're a team of property claim experts that work to ensure insurance companies pay what they're required to pay. Property owners, HOAs, and contractors, they all trust the C3 Group to recoup damages from 100000 into the millions. You can trust the C3 Group as well. Call 303-670-2710. It's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. Not just any old job, I mean real opportunity to train for a relevant, in-demand career right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watch games. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the Colorado Media School has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you, and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now and make that appointment. And get that career in under a year. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School right now. 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. The Altitude 950 traffic update. An accident clearing westbound I-70 at Ward Road. It has backed up traffic quickly to Wadsworth. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Eastbound I-270 extreme delays between I-25 and Vasquez. Again, that's because of an accident. That accident caused curiosity slowing westbound 270. It is stop and go I-70 to Vasquez. Food, water, medical care, education, and more is what you'll give to a child in poverty. Release a child from poverty at Compassion.com slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Uh, you know, execution, getting the shots that we wanted, um, stepping up and making big plays. Um, you know, I think uh, the offensive execution um, has to be a lot better in crunch time. Thanks, guys. Three zero three seven five three zero nine fifty. If you hear somebody drop off, give us a call. Give us a jingle if you want to get on the air. Thanks for all the callers this morning. Uh, we'll get to Jesse here momentarily. Uh, let me read this text uh, from seven two six four. Vic saying NBA coaches don't really matter is pathetic. All right, ease up, dude. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. Obviously, coaching matters. I'm just asking you a question. Did the Wolves win last night because of something Tom Thibodeau did? Is it something Tom Thibodeau did last night that said, whoa, coaching genius, that's how they won? No. I mean, listen, I, I talked about it earlier. It, was a, it came down to two floaters. The Nuggets had a great defensive possession, and Jeff Teague hits a little floater at the as the shot clock goes off. Their veterans produced in crunch time. The Nuggets veterans did not. And Will Barton End missed a four-footer. Like, that's that was End the game. End of story. It's not a, it wasn't a Tom Thibodeau... Michael Malone battle last night. It wasn't. In that last play, I get it, man. We're all we're all ticked off. They couldn't get a better executed play to finish the game. That's awful when you can't even get a shot off with a chance to win and advance to the postseason. I get it, but they got it to a guy 
who carried them in the third quarter. How about, got it to him in the wrong position. How about the play they ran with 14 seconds left in overtime down four? They got Jamal Murray a wide open top of the key. Look at a three. That's the play I wanted to see at the end of regulation. I mean, that, that was the thing of beauty. It just yeah. didn't drop. But I mean, it's like, okay, let's criticize him for one. Then you got to give him praise for the other because whatever he put on the chalkboard for that one was a nice play. I'm looking at my notes right now in overtime. Barton hits a corner three again. Will Barton catches a lot of heat. He also makes big shots at times. Hits a corner three to put the Nuggets 104-103 with three minutes to play. They had two more possessions, straight possessions, nothing. Mm-hmm. At one point, the shot clock expired. Too many empty possessions. Yeah, that, that, uh, Paul Millsap all, day, all night long. Paul Millsap hits a floater and making it 106-105, one point lead with 215 to play. Two more possessions after that for a chance to extend the lead. Two more, nothing. That's where the game's lost. Yep. Right there. Jesse, you're on the uh, phone, 303-753-0950. What's up, Jesse? Hey, guys. Um, Denver Nuggets fan, you know, Colorado fan. I'm a Colorado native, so I, I follow all the sports here. But, you know, I had really gone away from the NBA for a while because it's it's turned into a pretty bad product. And the last couple of years, the, the core of – of Murray, Jokic, and and uh, Harris have drawn me back in because they're fun to watch. They're really fun team to watch. But uh, the the inconsistency with foul calls only in the NBA do guys slide. You know, like somebody brushes up against them and they slide across the floor. It's ridiculous. The thing is ridiculous. It's hard to watch unless you've got you know a big hipster beard. Then you get to jump into people and they call that a foul. It's ridiculous. It's sometimes hard to watch. At least in hockey, when the when the playoffs come around, you know the refs are going to swallow the whistle and they're not going to call it on either side. But if your name's James Harden in the NBA, you get to jump into people and and it's just so inconsistent and it gets hard to watch. Thanks, Jesse, guys. thanks for the call, man. I, I'm not going to fight you on this. It is a star-driven league, unlike any other. I get it. Um, you have issues with the sport. It is what it is, man. This is why, again, I was so disappointed Saturday when the Nuggets did their part, won a tough game on the road, and all they needed was a little help from somebody, and they got nothing Saturday night, nothing from Golden State, Houston, or Portland to help their cause. I knew, I just knew that if it came down to the final game on the road, this is sometimes what you get. Not sometimes, all the time. This is what you get, man. The hometown whistle is real. It is real. I'm the first one that's going to scream and yell if I think they got jobbed by the official, the officials. I did not think that happened no, last night. No, I don't I think the officials decided the game, but the NBA did. Mm. Do you understand the distinction? Yeah. How do you, let me ask you this. How do you possibly have an, a defense for the following numbers? In the fourth quarter in overtime, 17 minutes of basketball, the Denver Nuggets attempted zero foul shots in a game that turned into a boxing match. Meanwhile, Minnesota attempted 12. No, how, how do you defend that? I, I get it. I mean, it, to some extent, those numbers are skewed because how many of those free throws were when the Nuggets were intentionally fouling late? But okay, uh, but, but I get like, your point. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I just don't think that they got a, a bad whistle. Jimmy Butler. We talked about the the play where Millsap came out and Butler kicked his leg out trying to draw the foul. The whistle, the, the whistle didn't blow. I just. That's not why they lost. It's not why they lost. No, I'm not saying that's why they lost either. I'm saying that they overcame that, knowing full well that you have to overcome that. You have to overcome the home crowd. You have to overcome all that. And they still had a chance to win. Why do you think I'm so disappointed today? They overcame all of that. 
with a shot with four seconds to go, and they couldn't even get a shot off. That's why they lost. It's because they had too many empty possessions, including having the ball tied 101-101 with 4.4 seconds left, and it was another empty possession. Brian, you're on the Vic Lombardi Show, 303-753-0950. How are you, Brian? Hey, I'm doing good. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? Great. I'm not. Hey, uh, you know, I wanted to come on and be happy about what the Nuggets did this year and what they did last night, but I can't. I thought they should have won that game by, I don't know, 15. You had a 13-3 run. You had a 15-5 run. I saw multiple times that they turned the ball over three times in a row with with nothing to show for it. I saw juvenile possessions. I saw Will Barton hucking up shots, and I don't want to bang on Will Barton so hard because that guy actually I thought played a pretty decent game. But taking three pointers like four seconds into the shot clock was horrible. Another thing, you're right, Vic. The NBA allowed Minnesota to play their game. They whooped up the Nuggets, and we had no answer for it. Hey, bro, let me ask you this, Brian. Brian, if Taj Gibson plays the way he did against Jokic, grabbing him every If he had done that in, let's say, mid-March, he fouls out in five minutes, correct? Yeah, it was horrible. It was some of the worst officiating between those two that I've ever seen. And it's not Todd Gibson's fault. No, he he, what, he's smart. He knew. See, that's the, and that's the difference between the two teams last night. Minnesota's veterans knew that the rules changed. It is exactly. playoff basketball. The rules Man- changed. And I know Manchester doesn't like stuff like this, but at that point, you need Plumley or, I don't know, your $30 million man who's not doing anything else to come out and put Butler on his butt at least once or twice. Maybe to break up their pick and roll a few times would have been nice. You know, a little bit of what they're doing to us. Yeah. But we just cowered. We fell well, apart because of how physical Minnesota was. And the NBA allowed that to happen. Brian, you're preaching to the choir. I'm all for that. I'm all for hard fight. I mean, Carl Towns dunking the way he did. Really? Where, you, you think, do you think Kenyon Martin would have allowed Carl Anthony Towns to just run through the lane and throw down as many times? He would have put his butt on the floor so fast. I don't know why I'm labeled as a guy who doesn't like that. I'm in 100% support of that. I don't think you should go out and get yourself suspended for a week, but whatever. But hey, look, the, the Timberwolves played exactly the same way. Nine days ago or whenever it was when they were in here in Denver. They played the same way. Taj Gibson and Carl Anthony Towns got under my skin. They roughed up and tried to get physical with Jokic. They played the same way. And you know what? It, I just, I, I think pointing at the officials is, is, is silly. Let's, let's, let's see it's a Casey loser's real lament. Quick. You're uh, right. It's a, it's Casey a loser's lament. And I don't want to go down that road at the same time. Facts are facts, numbers are numbers. It's an NBA problem. It's not an official's problem. You don't blame the officials. They are what the NBA is at this point. How many uh uncontested layups or dunks did the Nuggets get last night? I'm having a hard time coming up with one. You want to know another number that just freaks me out? Fast break points. Yeah. Zero for the Nuggets, 12 for the T-Wolves. And those all came off of bad turnovers where the Nuggets would come down, have an empty possession, and it's a dunk going the other way. That was bigger. That twelve nothing is bigger to overcome than the twelve nothing disparity in free throws in the fourth quarter and overtime. It is. They got twelve free points. The Nuggets had to score every point they scored came contested. That's the problem. Boy, watching overtime though, and the entire time I'm thinking, where's, where's Gary? Yeah. They, well, and 
We had the call from Kaz. Even he said it. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. That was uh, that was a head scratcher. Let me ask you before we go to break. Adam Morris on the other side. If you do play Gary Harris, who do you put him in for? Will Barton. I would agree with that. Yeah, now it's easy to say that though. Yeah, it's but Will, Will Barton that. missed that little floater well, that was the the game changer in overtime. Now I said early I wish they had won it in regulation because you have to get a shot up, but but the Will Barton miss in OT was the you know Barton bet on himself so to speak. Well, that was the bet on himself. Here, and here's the thing with Will Barton, it's not a bag on Will Barton. You just got to know what you have. And Will Barton's one of those guys when he's hitting like he was in the first half, you play him. All right. He was cold as heck in the second half, and he kills you. You got to you got to recognize it quick and make the change. And that to me was the the one coaching strategy I would have a criticism for was I'd have Gary Harrison in overtime for Will Barton. One thing I could take solace in is this. Uh, I'm, I'm ticked this morning, and everybody should be. But uh, the guys who made plays for the Nuggets were the young guys mm-hmm. in the stretch. The guys who made plays for the T-Wolves were the veterans. They're young guys. Towns, Wiggins. Wiggins made those two free throws, but no shows, basically, down the stretch. No, sh- they did nothing. The Nuggets young guys did everything. That's the one piece of solace I have. And that's it. That was my hot take. I know it was. The future is bright. Get Sounds like you're, you're listening to our hot take. Get your season tickets today. Someone who knows a lot about hashtag Nug Life. Adam Morris, next. Hey, Abs fans. Remember this feeling? Center Forsberg with a steal. Forsberg into the Red Wings zone. Wide five. It's Colorado Avalanche Stanley Cup Playoff Hockey. Avs and Preds. Game 1 tonight. Extended pregame starts at 6 on the home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, basketball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey guys, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at Colorado Family-Owned American Financing. If you're going to borrow money for a new home loan, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best service, and fastest closings. Plus, you get one-on-one attention while being guided through options, resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals. And I'd call that a big win, and you will too. So when you're ready to experience the journey toward home ownership, choose American Financing. They have your best interests in mind, and there are never any upfront fees. Call 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000. Or go online at AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS Two three three four regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. There's probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team, and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. 
Take it from me. Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people at championsofthepeople.com. Need a free oil change? Then it's time to stop by Grand Valley Auto in Lakewood. Get a free oil change and check out their hundreds of pre-owned vehicles on the lot. They got amazing tax time deals going on right now. 17 years reputable experience and a full service department. Plus, you get a free oil change just for stopping by. This is the time to come out to Grand Valley Auto. On West Colfax, near Wadsworth in Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Oil change is good for up to five quarts. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family-owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three-year, 36,000-mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kinsautoserviceinc.com. The best live entertainment is at Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino. In concert May 11th, country music star Mark Chestnut. Tickets and info at buffalothunderresort.com. Where's the fun? Buffalo Thunder. The best live entertainment is at Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino. In concert June 1st, Sawyer Brown. Tickets and info at buffalothunderresort.com. Where's the fun? Buffalo Thunder. Unbelievable. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th is having its red tag sale and has incredibly low prices on Nissan trucks like mine. Come on down to the Titan Truck Center and get great deals on trucks like the 2017 Titan SV 4x4 for 10000 off MSRP. That is unbelievable. Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, driven by you. 2017 the Altitude 950 traffic update. Stop and go traffic northbound I-25 between Arapahoe Road and Downing where there is an accident. Traffic is brought to you by Positive Coaching Alliance. Once you get past that crash, speed up a bit, but then your speeds drop again Broadway into downtown. Southbound I-25 running slow Boulder Turnpike to I-70 and between oh, around Washington down to Hamden. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports info at positivecoach.org i'm chris mclaughlin with traffic on altitude 950 altitude 950 denver's all sports station text us at 30933 to join the show three dribbles behind his back he's across the timeline hands it off to will barton barton two seconds left one doesn't even get a shot off there's the horn Nuggets lose a heartbreaker in Minneapolis in overtime. And for the second time in a row, the Denver Nuggets failed to make the playoffs by one game. Tonight's final for Minneapolis, 112-106 to in overtime. Man, I am watching that last play to Jokic at the end of regulation where he couldn't get the shot off. And I'm looking at the spacing on the court, and I see Yoke come to the ball. That ball's got to get there earlier, man. It's got to get there early. If it gets there earlier, he's got a shot. He's in the post. He caught the ball at the three-point line. <laughs> and if you're six foot eleven with Taj Gibson on your backside and you're at the three-point line, it's it's over. It plays over at that point. If you catch it in the paint or somewhere near the paint, you got a shot. 
So I, I like going to Jokic. I don't like going to Jokic out on the perimeter. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Let's go straight to the hotline. We've talked to him every week on this show, our NBA insider, our guy who knows a lot about hashtag Nug Life, Adam Morris. Adam, um, I'm sure you've replayed that last play many times. What did you see there? Well, you know, it was one of those things. There was, what, five seconds left on the clock. That's enough time for you to kind of run an action and try to get the ball right where you want it. You made a great point. Jokic allowed himself to get pushed off of the block, and the pass arrived so late that that it just made for a tricky situation. I, I would have liked to have seen a pick and roll there. I think it would have been a little bit easier to, to get a better shot off. But, you know, at the end of the day, you want your best player to, to have the ball and have an opportunity, and that's what they got. See, I thought the play design was for something with two seconds on the clock. You're right. Five seconds. Yep. You have time to run a pick and roll. You have time. Yep. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and an ISO post for Jokic, you know, he's a, he was on fire in that second half. He's a great scorer when he wants to be. But I don't know that he's a guy that you throw the ball 18 feet away and say make a tough shot against a great defender. That's just not his game right here. So um, I, I do think they could have used a little more creativity there. But, you know, that wasn't where the season was lost. I don't even know if that's where the game was lost. There was a lot of other things that I think were more important than that play. Well, please tell me. <laughs> well, I, I mean, are you talking about for the season or for this game specifically? Well, let's just start with the game. Let's start, because we all know, listen, the, the refrain here is if you don't lose to Memphis, if you don't lose to Phoenix right. at home, I get that. Listen, I get it. Minnesota came in with the same issues. Minnesota had lost to Memphis yeah. twice. They lost to Phoenix twice. That's why they were in that situation. So let's just remove ourselves from that theory because we all get that. And let's talk specifically about the game. What, wh- where did you see this game was won or lost? I mean, it was a close game. It was one of those ones that could have gone either way, and I put this out there in that timeout with five seconds left, was the whole narrative spins on on this final five seconds. That's how close things are between us talking about a success and a failure. I think you made, I'm listening to the shows, I drive into Pepsi Center for exit interviews, and you made some, some great points about, for the Nuggets, it was the young guys, really, that made all of the big plays in this game, and, and you know, some of the veterans, not, not as much, and, and I, I think you look at some of the wide-open shots they missed. I, I was on the radio yesterday with Kreckman and Harris talking about how making three-point shots is the key to the game because the, the Minnesota's going to pack the paint. That's just what they do. They try to force you to make shots, and I thought Denver had a ton of opportunities. I think we're all surprised by Jamal Murray because we know he has. he's a guy that we think has that look in his eye. He's got that it factor. And and he really struggled in the last two or three games of the season to make open shots. So I, I look at just some blown, easy opportunities that they had throughout the game. Um, 13 threes for the Nuggets. I said it before the game as well, Adam. I'm with you on that theory. I, I said if the Nuggets make 12 threes, they will win the game. They made 13 and lost the game. They, I mean, yeah. that, that to me it blows my mind, to be honest with you. You make 13 threes on a road game? Uh, 99 out of 100 times you win that game? I, I just it blows me away. And it depends on the type of threes you're getting. And I thought Denver, the thing that's tough is they got a lot of the right kind of, of three-pointers. You know, wide open, pick out, stand still three-pointers um, that they just missed. So, again, it's Minnesota's defensive philosophy. It's a Tom Thibodeau defensive philosophy. They're not going to let you get anything easy inside. But if you can knock down those open ones, it really changes their defensive game plan. Wilson Chandler, 48 minutes, zero for three talk yeah uh 
I mean, I, there's not a whole lot to say. I think you can point to he had some great defensive moments in this game. So if there's like a silver lining to that, you know, that's what it is. But at the same time, that many minutes without a single point, and and there was, I think, early on he missed some shots, and then he just stopped looking at the basket. There was a couple yeah. times he caught the ball wide open, and and you're thinking, okay, well, then he's clearly not even looking to score tonight. And those are the types of things that I think really kill you because when you've got one guy not looking at the basket, you become really easy to defend. Well, you're playing four on five. There was the one specific play late in regulation where he got the ball on the block after a scatter shoot moment, and he had a guard on his back and passed it right back out. And I said, he don't want to shoot. He don't want to shoot anymore. Yeah. He wants no part of the ball at this point. I, I think that's absolutely <laughs> How, how everybody felt kind of watching it. And, and I think even Minnesota realized that because it was so obvious. Hmm. Um, Gary Harris on the bench for overtime as Coach Malone went with the guys who won those six in a row. And hey, listen, I, I'm not going to knock him for that. Those are the guys that put him in position. But part of you wondering why Gary Harris didn't get any time at all in the critical point of the game? Well, I think if you go into a game knowing you got an overtime, maybe you, you slide some of those minutes differently and, and play some other guys a little bit extra in the early part of the fourth quarter. But I don't have a problem with it. I mean, that, like you said, that unit had won six games in a row. That's who got you there. Gary Harris has barely played. He played a little bit in the last game, a little bit in this game. You just you don't know what you're getting from him. So, again, I have no problem with it. It's not, it's not one of those things. I think Gary Harris was like a minus – 18 or something in the game, a team low. So I have no, I have no problem with it. I'm looking at replays as I'm talking to you, and there were two moments in the game where I said, oh, my God, this must be a playoff game because the refs not only swallowed the whistle, they threw the whistle outside the arena and they can't find it. It was the Murray layup that he made where Towns had his left shoulder, almost pulled it down. And then remember that wild sequence late in overtime where Will Barton passed on the three, and then pulled up and missed the floater. Well, he got the ball when Paul Millsap drove baseline. And I'm looking at this replay right now, Adam. Paul Millsap was physically assaulted by Towns on that play as well. Nothing. And part of me's like, my God. The other part of me's like, oh, well, that's you got to expect it. What What is your view on that? I think the second, the second is really my view on it is, it was very clear early on in that fourth quarter how the end of this game was going to be. They were not going to call a lot of things. They were going to let you play, and you were going to have to earn it. And it was it was both ways. I don't think it was one of those things. You know, yeah, Denver got the bad end of the whistle. I know the stat. Minnesota shot 12 free throws, Denver zero. But I thought both ways they allowed a lot of physicality, and, and you just have to kind of expect it. That, again, it, it wasn't that down the stretch in the fourth quarter, Denver didn't have their opportunities and their good looks. They got them. They missed them. Will Barton has been the focal point of a lot of opinion here, uh, clearly, because you got a guy who is in his contract year and a guy who, by the way, led the Nuggets in minutes played. This surprised me yeah. when I went back and looked at it. He played more minutes than any player all season. And he wants the ball, and they wouldn't be in this position without him. If Will's not the thrill in that six-game win streak, they're not in that position last night. At the same time, I point to that one play where he had an open look at the three and passed on it. What's your read on Will? Uh, I know it, it, we have plenty of time to talk off season, but what's your read after that game last night? No, I, I love him. I think I, I completely understand the frustration Nuggets fans feel um, about him because you know he can go off script. He 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 does. I think think he's the best player in the NBA, and you kind of have to have that mentality to be like him and succeed. 
So I know why it gets frustrating, but, you know, you said it best. They wouldn't be here without him. Every team needs a guy like that, and he was a guy that was asked to play so many different roles this year. When he's in his best role, the sixth man of the year, scorer off the bench, you know, and, and you can put him in there with, with some of your other scores to close games and just have a dynamic offense, he's great at that role. So he's, he's you mentioned he's a free agent. I think it's going to be tough for Denver to re-sign him, and if they don't, I think Nuggets fans are going to really regret hating on him all year because they're going to really miss some of the, the lift he gave this team all season long. You know what I see, and, and I don't disagree with you, but the reason Minnesota won is because the veterans they have on their roster, and, and I said this earlier, they made the, the plays down the stretch. The plays by the Nuggets were made by a 21-year-old and a 23-year-old. So if you take any yeah. solace going into the offseason, the guys that came to play in the pressure situation are your young guys. Their young guys were nowhere to be heard or seen. All right. They, they, they took a back seat to Butler and to Taj Gibson. Our young guys shined in the moment. That's the one takeaway I have. That's the only thing that's keeping me from stabbing myself in the mouth. Well, you knew that coming into the season, to be honest with you. And, and again, this season's a, 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 it's a disappointment that they didn't make the playoffs. You know, we can't sugarcoat that. I think, I think it's a huge disappointment they didn't make it. You look at Minnesota in the offseason and they made a decision. They were going to mortgage their future to bring in some very expensive veterans to get them to this point. Denver st- stuck with their young guys. And as you mentioned, Denver got beat by a bunch of guys who are in their prime or past their prime last night. And it, and it hurts and it, and it stinks. But I would much rather be in Denver's position going forward than Minnesota's because their young guys have, have made such big leaps this year. And, and I think it's going to be a big thing. That's a small consolation in this moment. Because, like I said, it's a disappointment, but it really is something tangible going forward that, that Nuggets fans can hold on to. Adam Morris, DenverStiffs.com. Thanks for a few minutes this morning. Good luck at Pepsi Center talking to the players uh, for one last time. And, listen, we'll hook up again here because the, the offseason will be interesting, just the shape of this team, what what minor changes can be made, and there will be some, I gather. So we'll visit with you uh, a little bit down the line. Thanks, Adam. Thanks so much. All right, that is Adam Morris. When we come back, our morning sugar fix with Marty O. Plus, uh, not many more opportunities to get your calls in. Get it off your chest, 303-753-0950. Your thoughts, your take on what happened last night and where they go moving forward. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's Altitude 950. Mark Mosier. Listen, I don't know how long it's going to go. Will it go the full series? Will the Avs win? Will the uh, the Nashville Predators, who are an excellent, excellent club, knock them around a little bit? I don't know. You never know what happens in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Moj. Weekdays 1 to 3 on Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. But what I got from the guys today was, I mean, they're like, this is so much fun, I can't wait. They cannot wait to play playoff hockey. They're not just happy to be there. It's not just, oh, we got in, thank God, and then, you know, whatever. I mean, they're genuinely, genuinely excited about the opportunity that lays there in front of them. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now's the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high-interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. 
Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey guys, we all want those hearty home-style meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? Don't have time. That's why when I'm craving a delicious home-style meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for Black Eyed Pea. My go-to for home-style cooking. Made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Try Cajun catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with homestyle gravy. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection in full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your homestyle favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned, operated with nine front-range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit BlackIPColorado.com. That's BlackIPColorado.com for locations and the entire menu. Are you looking for relief for your back, knee, or other joint pain? Well, after 10 years in the NFL, I can tell you that I do, too. Hey there, Denver. It's Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, 10-year veteran of the NFL. And after my 10-year career, I'll tell you what, I look for relief for my back, neck, knee, and other joint pain. And if you do, too, receive treatment right here in Denver from the highly trained specialist at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics, Denver. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics have elite surgeons in the areas of shoulder, back, neck, and joints. Whether you need a checkup or just looking for some information regarding your pain or are looking for knowledgeable, world-renowned professionals to perform your surgery, give my friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics a call at 303-287-2700. That's 303-287-2700. And check them out online by Googling Center for Spine and Orthopedics Denver. When I have pain and I need it looked at, these are the professionals I go to. Go to where the pros go and visit Center for Spine and Orthopedics today. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. couple accidents on northbound I-25 at this point. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Speeds are really dropping northbound right around Arapahoe Road, and it's going to stay slow and go stop and go behind a crash right at Downing, and then another accident just before Spear. That one off to the shoulder, and then your speeds are finally going to pick back up. You can be the difference between a child continuing their dream of education or leaving it behind. Help make the future brighter for one child at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. But when it comes down to it, you have to you have to have a strong focus, and, and, and you got to make sure you're staying in the moment and, and going shift by shift. We turn our attention to the Avs tonight as they open up postseason play in Smashville. Those catfish-throwing Predator fans. The Nashville Preds against the uh, Colorado Avs tonight. What time is our pregame show? Well, we have multiple pregame shows. We have, like, the, pre- uh, pregame shows. The Avalanche Playoff pregame show featuring uh, Hockey Will and uh, yours truly starts at 6 o'clock. We'll be down at the Ale House 
Uh, so come on down and join us. That goes till 7.05. Which is suddenly our hockey experts? Uh, well, our hockey will is, obviously. <laughs> I, I, I'm just there to, you know, schmooze. Uh, and then Birdo and Moj will do the uh, network pregame at 7.05 leading up to a uh, puck drop at 7.30. Nice. A smorgasbord of uh, Avs hockey tonight, as it should be, on Altitude 950. Uh, before we get to our, our good man, Marty O, I just want to go position by position. I like to do this after every game, okay? Let's start with the point guards last night. Jamal Murray, Jeff Teague. Who do you give the advantage to in terms of performance last night? Uh, I would give it to Murray. Teague, Teague made the big floater, though. He did, mm-hmm. but I would give it to Murray. Uh, Murray, 20 points, 6 assists. Teague, 17 points, 7 assists. Eh, I guess numbers-wise, it's a push. Uh, let's go off guard because uh, that's pretty much Jimmy Bucket's position. Uh, Jimmy Butler or Will Barton? Uh, Jimmy Butler, and especially in terms of how he played in the fourth quarter in overtime. He was a Jimmy go-to Butler, guy. Jimmy Butler, 31 points on uh, 10 of 21 shooting, 10 of 13 to the foul line. He got to the foul line 13 times, more than any Nuggets player combined. Who was, okay? who was the veteran star in that game for both teams? It's Jimmy Butler. He yeah. shot 13 free throws. Okay, so you'll give the advantage to Butler there. Yes. Let's move to center. Carl Anthony Towns or Nikola Jokic? Uh, it was really close. Towns played well. Jokic was great though. He, he made some shots. He, those three three pointers or whatever it was he made in the third quarter kept the Nuggets in the game. Towns was awesome early. He was really good in the first and quarter in the first late. half. I would give it to Jokic. So would I. Uh, 26 and 14 for Towns, 35 and 10 for Nikola Jokic. Advantage Jokic there. All right. And now the two positions that I thought were the difference in the game. And it's hard to, hard to admit it the day after, but this is, it is what it is. Uh, the small forward position. Wiggins for Minnesota. Chandler for the Nuggets. Uh, I mean, if you're just looking at points, it's obvious. Wiggins had 18. Chandler had a goose egg. Um, I would give it to Wiggins. I don't think it's as lopsided as the point total would suggest though. Again, I thought Chandler was active and he did he did things last night that don't show up in the box score which that's okay it's really easy for me to say because how do you disprove it i get it i get it just watching the game i thought man he he's kind of everywhere especially on the defensive end so uh, but wiggins was better last night and finally power forward paul Millsap, taj gibson uh well statistically actually Millsap outscored him and out rebounded him Taj yeah, Gibson, barely. ten to eight, and uh, rebounds seven to six. Right, but but I'm gonna I'm gonna say for Taj Gibson, kind of what I said about Wilson Chandler. Taj Gibson, he, he was he, the difference in the game. Dude. He was. He, he dictated was the, the game. game. He yeah. his physicality dictated the game. He was late. the difference in the game. If I'm a Minnesota fan, he's my MVP this morning. I would agree with you, I, and so that's why you can't just look at the numbers. But no. Jeff Teague and Taj Gibson, two veteran guys that were keys to that game. In 2020 or 2021, they're going to be zero help for the Wolves. And I hate to do this. I hate to apply numbers to stats, but this is what we do as sports fans. Millsap's 30 million. Taj Gibson's 14. The Nuggets starting front court last night earned $42 million this year. They scored 10 points. You mean outside of Jokic? Yeah, I mean the Fords. You're right. The Fords. Yes, the Fords. Yeah. Starting the Fords. Fords. That's yeah. what I should have said. Starting Fords. Yeah. You're the, correct. The game, and, and, and if you're looking just at position by position, the game was lost at the forward position. 
Yeah, I that's mean, fair. It, it, that's a good take. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, 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 that's where the game. It, listen, I mean, I'm I'm just spitting out numbers and, l- and looking back at what happened. The game, and and that's why I say that cannot be Paul Millsap. There's the injury has to be more severe. That cannot be Paul Millsap. Can't you cannot have that production in the last two games that he gave. You cannot have that next year. I want to. I would love to see that game with a healthy Gary Harris and a healthy Paul Millsap. That's all I'll say. I'd like to be six five. I'm Let's six bring five. In it's not all it's cracked up to be. Little sugar, please. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high, sugar high, sugar hit high, sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woohoo! Sugar slam. Shake that. Marty, you better pet me up this morning. Ooh. Okay. All right. Pressure's on. Pressure's on. It's Here we go. Not starting off well. Yeah, not starting off well. Yeah, when you hear, oh, oh boy, <laughs> oh, that's gosh. scary. Yeah. All right, Denver's own Nate Solder turning 30 today. He got a nice big payday from the Giants. Did you guys know when he was at CU, he was uh, recruited as a tight end, and then his sophomore year transitioned to a tackle? Correct. He I was a tight end. Well, yeah. looks like everybody knew that. Vic, Vic's going to get mad because he doesn't like when I do this, but I went tubing with Nate Solder once. He was a nice guy. That's so. great. Where? Where'd you go tubing? Uh, somewhere up in the mountains. I don't know. It was a friend of a friend kind of thing, and Dude, Nate Solder was there. You could not catch me in one of those rapid rivers with a tube since I can't swim. No way. No chance. Nate, no how. Nate Solder at left tackle, Garrett Bowles at right tackle, and a rookie quarterback behind center. That would look a lot better than Case Keenum, Jared Valdir, whatever his name is. And I wouldn't mind Bowles uh, Taj at left Gibson tackle. at right tackle, to be honest with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah listen. I don't certainly hold. In all seriousness, I don't pretend to know Nate on a personal level, but it just made too much sense for him to come home, and of course, the Broncos did not pay up. All right, uh, Jesse James Decker, wife of Eric Decker's birthday is today. You think she'll be walking the streets of Denver soon? Would this be her new home? Walking you know, the streets of Denver in... sounds shady. They actually oh, come on. In... They came back home and gave birth to their third child. They live in Denver. In fact, you know what? Next week, hockey will. Let's give Eric a call next week as soon as this whole Nuggets thing goes through my system. And let, let's talk to him. Let's see where he stands uh, free agency-wise. Yeah, we've had Eric on before. Um, Vic, Vic, don't the, be... the crazy thing is he actually, I, I called him and he went to go get his phone. He tripped on on his way to pick Just it up. set him up for that. Yeah. Vic, don't be they had a baby guy. Don't be we're pregnant guy. Oh, I'm, I'm not. You're right. That that was. She had a baby. She came She came back yeah. to Denver and had a baby. He was She in the delivered room. the baby. She gave birth. She yes. went through the pain. The guy did nothing. The guy <laughs> did what I did. On the third baby... I went to go play pickup basketball, and there I said, go. "Call me when it comes." Wonder how many days of work he missed for that baby. Huh. Zero if he's yeah. doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had this day in 1877. A few fellas at Harvard were sick of getting hit in the noggin, and they invented the catcher's mask. It's first used. <laughs> it looked like a fencing mask at first. It uh, stands to reason that guys at Harvard would come up with that idea. Yeah. Can you imagine playing that game without wearing a mask. I mean, it, hockey's oh. even worse. I couldn't even fathom that. You're sitting there and you're taking 99 mile an hour fastballs and you're not wearing anything on your face. And it's really not even the pitched ball because like you should be able to catch that. It's the foul tip that comes right back at you. But a great throw yesterday by Perdono. The throw he made at Nolan Arenado as he ran toward the mound with his glove. Yeah. Did he throw his glove or his purse at him? Whatever he threw, it was a good throw. Yeah, the, uh, the backpedaling by Perdomo was uh, pretty comical. Did that count as a mound visit? I didn't see the six go to a five. <laughs>
All right, this day in 2007, the Canucks beat the Stars 5-4 to four in four overtimes. Roberto Luongo, Luongo had 72 saves. Is there anything more stressful than overtime hockey in the playoffs? And that's why playoff hockey is so different than any other sport, because you can have a performance like that from the goalie, and you can steal games. That's why it's so much, I'm not going to call it easier, because it's a long road to the Stanley Cup. You're more likely in hockey to have that kind of upset because of that position. Sitting atop a Saturn V rocket, being waiting to be launched to the moon would be more stressful. But yeah, I would. Uh, playoff hockey. Of course, stressful. you bring it back to the moon. Well, it is more stressful than playoff mm-hmm. hockey. Big overtime. moon guy. Yeah. Tonight, when we're doing that Avs pregame show, make sure you bring up the moon. I can work it. Yeah, in. appreciate it. I stay in 2012. The game Candy Crush is invented. You guys, big fans of that game. It kind Hate of swept it. the nation for a little bit there. Not a fan. Shocker. I hate to pass judgment on a lot of people because a lot of people listening to the show probably play Candy Crush. And I see it all the time. When I see someone doing that, the first thing that comes to mind is, what a waste of time. Yeah. What are you doing with your time? How could you waste your time playing a game where you win nothing? You gain nothing. You don't gain knowledge. You don't gain coordination. You're not getting a workout. What are you doing? Totally Sorry. agree. Grab a book, watch a documentary. The challenging the mind. It's a puzzle, I think. It's challenging the mind. I don't know. All right, so I was looking at uh, Wilson Chandler's stats, you know, 48 minutes, no points. I was looking for other weird stat lines that, like that. Tony Snell of the Bucks once played 28 minutes, had zero points, zero rebounds, no assists, no steals, no blocks, no turnovers. It's like he didn't even exist. What did he do for 28 minutes? Yeah, it's almost impossible to be on the floor for 28 minutes and not have a single stat. You think a rebound you... would just fall on your lap at some point. Or even a turnover. Like, he didn't even have a, a negative stat. I, that's that's pretty remarkable. So at least Chandler was man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like they played five on four. All right, and that's it for me, fellas. What did you uh, leave on the cutting room floor, Marty? Uh, let's see. Had to be a lot today because we gave you three minutes. Yeah, it was David Letterman's birthday. I was going to talk He's a little bit about him. Seventy-one today. Seventy-one today. Yeah, looks like you knew that already. Thanks, Marty. Uh, yes. Hey, Bill from Morrison. Why don't you slow your roll? Calm down. We got Joe Sackett coming up at ten a.m. All right, calm down. Sackick's going to be on air with uh, uh, Hastings he hockey and Brown. Guy? Hockey guys calling uh, in. Nuggets just lost last night. What do you think we're going to talk about? We'll talk abs tomorrow. Calm down. Up next, Earl Boykins. And he's not talking abs. He's talking nuggets. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. We're back after this. This has been your morning sugar fix. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. It's game day for the Colorado Avalanche. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are in Nashville to take on the Predators in game one of their first round series. The puck drops at 7.30 with the pregame show. Get in away at 7.05. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. The KSE, Parker, Denver, Colorado Avalanche, Stanley Cup Playoff Hockey. Stanley Cup Playoffs! Game one, tonight. Here they come, baby! Home of the Avalanche, Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. They lob it down over to Wiggins at the elbow. Throws back out of it to Teague. He'll try a triple. That one hurt. That's a killer right there. That puts Minnesota in the lead by 8, 4.26 go, and timeout Denver. Many times this year, if you uh, turned on Altitude 950, you heard Earl Boykins next to Kaz there calling the shots during Nuggets home games. Earl Boykins joins us on the hotline right now. Earl, how are you, my man? How you doing? I'm doing great, bud. I can't complain. Hey, listen, let me ask you off the top. 
uh, watching that game last night. I, I think the difference was the forward position. The forwards from Minnesota outplayed the Denver forwards. What did you see as the biggest difference between the two teams? Uh, I think that was, if I had to select one thing, I would say Jimmy Butler. Okay. Having a go-to guy at the end of, at the end of an NBA game, it's immeasurable. It's immeasurable. And at the end of that game, everyone knew we're going to Jimmy Buck. The Nuggets knew. Everyone on the Minnesota Timberwolves knew. He's the guy on their team. Right now, the Nuggets, I think Jamal Murray will eventually become that guy. Yeah. But as of today, they don't have that guy. They don't have that guy who I can give you the ball and you just carry it over the finish line. Well, you know, that sort of bothers me about the NBA, Earl, and I know there's nothing you can, it bothers me that you have to have that. What if you have multiple guys? That's what bothers me about this league. Jimmy Butler went to the line 13 times. 13 times, and I get it. Yeah. I know why. But man, yeah. what's wrong with like designing a play for the person that's open rather than the person that you know is going to get the ball? You know, the NBA is simple. Basketball is simple. At the end of the day, whoever has the best one-on-one players, they're going to win the game. Well, that sucks. I hate hearing that. <laughs> they're 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 going to win a win the game, and it's just it's just the nature of the way the game played. It's just the nature of the way the game you played. You you need somebody either that can get their own shot or that can create a shot, and that's the difference between the non-playoff teams yeah. and the playoff teams. Is usually having that one guy that can carry you over the finish line. All right, so having said that, Earl, I take it you did not like the play call there at the end of regulation giving the ball to Jokic out on the three-point line. Not at all. Huh. I, 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 I'm I'm a guy that, you know, at the end of the game, you give the ball to your best one-on-one player. Yeah. Jokic at the three-point line can't do anything but shoot a three-pointer. He's a great passer. He's a great facilitator of the basketball. But the way that the officiating goes, they allow Taj to actually be more physical than they would have in a regular season game. Even mm-hmm. though the regular season, that was a playoff game last night. Oh, no doubt. And the officiating was definitely, they, they, they officiated the game as if it was a playoff game because they allowed Todd to be very physical. And that, especially the three-point line of a guy physical, if you can't get around them, you can't do anything. So I didn't understand that play at the end of the game. Um, who do you go to? Because you just mentioned you have to have that one-on-one. Who, who is the one-on-one guy in that situation? And that guy, you go at whoever Jeff Teague is guarding. Hmm. That's who you go at. Whoever Jeff Teague is guarding, you drop a play with two options. One, for either Gary Harris, because he's capable of hitting big shots. You have, you have guards that can actually make shots. And you tell them, whoever, this is where I want to put Jeff Teague. Whoever Jeff Teague is guarding, this is who it is. And you draw up a play to get Jeff Teague in a one-on-one situation, and that's the guy you attack. Because out of Minnesota, he's their weakest defender. He's their weakest defender. Yeah. You got Jimmy Butler, who's a great defender. You have Taj, who they allow him to be physical. You have Andrew Wiggins. Because of his length and his athletic ability, he's going to bother the offensive player. You go at Jeff Teague. You put Jeff Teague in a position where he's guarding one of your guards one-on-one, and that's how you attack Minnesota. Were you surprised, Earl? We're talking to Earl Boykins here on the Vic Lombardi Show. Were you surprised Gary Harris never left the bench in overtime? I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I couldn't believe it because the only reason that the Nuggets are in this situation is because Gary Harris had stopped Monday night. 
he was able to get stops at the end of the game. Even if you bring him in just for defensive purposes, mm-hmm. you have to have Gary Harris in the game. And, you know, even though he's injured, he's got four or five months now to get ready. If you ask Gary here, I, I think, you know, Gary Harris, this is where, you know, if you had that go-to guy or you had a player that actually went to the coaches and say, look, he's playing. He, he has the play. Yeah. He, he has the play. And, you know, the Nuggets, the players, they, they don't have that one player who's able to go to a coach and say, this is what's going on. Yeah. This is what I want to happen. You're right, because if Jimmy Butler, who was also hurt, and, you know, he's been hurt, and I'm sure he played a little bit hurt last night, uh, Tibbs is not going to go up to Butler and say, hey, uh, we're going to sit you because we're – no, 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 I'm playing, dude. I'm playing. You know what I'm saying? Having that cachet, that reputation where you're going to you're gonna run the show in, in clutch. Gary Harris should have been on the court. Enough said. He should have been on the court. Uh, period, period. And, you know, I, I know a lot of fans may hate this, but it's a player's league. I said that earlier, bro. It, I said it, it and I got, it, you know what I got back? I got, oh, you're just defending the coach. Man, the, the Minnesota didn't win because of something Tom Thibodeau did last night. Minnesota exactly. won because of the players. <laughs> it is a player's league. It is a player league. And like I say, you know, when you, when you have players who take ownership, you have a great team. Um, you have a great team. Can you explain how, Fans should react, and I hate to dump on Wilson Chandler, but playing 48 minutes and going 0 for 3 and not scoring, what did he do to warrant 48 minutes? As, as a player, I, I think if you if you were to ask Wilson Chandler how he played last night, he would tell you that he didn't play up to his capability. Okay. I don't care who you are. When you're on the court 40 minutes, you have to give me something offensively. You have to bring something to the table offensively. You have to. There's no way around it. You know, I don't care if you're a defensive stop or not. You on the court 40 minutes in an NBA game, a must-win, and you put up a goose egg, that's, that's unacceptable for any NBA player. And I think if you were to ask him, you know, I think he would say the same thing. It's like when Staten struck out five times and the Yankees fans booed him. The first thing he said is, I deserve to be booed. Um, I think if you were to ask Wilson Chandler, I, I think he's he very, very frustrated with the way he played offense. What, what do we make of Paul Millsap? Because I, I don't, that can't be the real Paul Mill. That that injury had to have affected him. Come on, Earl. I mean, that that cannot be the real Paul. Oh no, no. I I think you know even even on Monday night when he took the big charge, the big charge he took Monday night, he didn't even fall. He didn't even put his hand down. He fell back on his shoulder. Paul is hurt. I think Paul is more hurt than Gary is at this point. I don't think he has any strength in his hand. He loses rebounds. He loses passes just because he doesn't have the strength in his hand. So the Paul Millsap that we saw at the end of this year, no, it's not Paul. But, you know, he's playing through the injury. I give him credit for playing through it, sucking it up, and giving all he had. But, no, it's not the Paul Millsap. Uh, Will Barton. And we're just going down the roster here. I love doing this with you, Earl, because Will Will's mm-hmm. got that. He's got that swag. He's confident. You love that. And the, the Nuggets would not be in this position if Will doesn't make clutch shots in that six-game win streak. But Will also hurt you in other ways. If you're the Nuggets, he's a free agent, man. He's he's going to cash in. How aggressive are you with Will Barton this offseason? I think the Nuggets organization they're going to have to make a decision. Is Will Barton a centerpiece to this team? 
is is he a centerpiece yeah. to this team? And if he's not, you're going to have to let him go. But you're going to have to have a have a plan to replace him with something. You can't just let him go and then just bring in, you know, another rotational guy. Because mm-hmm. his ability to spark you off the bench is huge. So if you let him go, you're going to have to bring someone else at a lesser at a lesser value money-wise. But that player has to be able to do what Will Barton can do. Because How if much you fun? play Will Barton in the future, that's yeah. going to take away from Jamal. Yes. Yes. You, you make a good point because I think veteran players who are sprinkled in around these young core players, and, and I think we've identified the core as Nikola Jokic, Gary Harris, and Jamal Murray. Any other yes. player you bring in, Earl, correct me if I'm wrong, has to understand his role. And I think some of the problem with Will is Will wants to be the man. Will, Will thinks in his mind he is the man. And I'm not sure if that works chemistry-wise with what the Nuggets have. That That's my take on it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, Will Will is, in Will's mind, Will is the man on the team. Mm-hmm. In Will's mind, he feels that he deserves to have the ball at the end of the game. He deserves, he, he thinks he's their best scorer. That's that's just his mentality. That That's just his mentality. And, you know, at times during the game, it's great. At other times, it hurts the team. And that's why I said the Nuggets organization need to figure out, you know, you have those three. Well, if you bring Will Barton back, Will thinks he's the fourth. He yeah. considers himself as the same level player as those other three. And so that's an organization, you know, decision that they're going to have to make. Hey, uh, did you have a good time hanging out with Kevin Garnett in Atlanta? Oh, I had a great time on the show. I, I had a great time. It, it was really fun. You know, the people at TNT, Kevin Garnett, they do a great job. And, you know, it, it's good to be around the guys. Whenever you're around the fellas, it, it's always a great Earl, you tell it like it is. You don't mince words. I love what you have to say on these airwaves. I appreciate all your help this season, man. Thanks for a few minutes today. Oh, Vic, thanks for having me, and uh, I look forward to seeing you at the outing. All right, buddy. Earl's got a big golf tournament coming up. I can't wait to participate. That is Earl Boykins. Uh, Coming up later, as I told you, Joe Sackick at 10 a.m., live from Nashville, the captain on the Avs and what they have in store tonight as they kick off their postseason run. Man, it's just it's still mind-blowing to know that the Avs are in the playoffs. If I had told you, listener, driver, anybody listening to the show, hello, if I had told you six months ago one of the two Pepsi Center tenants will be in the playoffs at this point in April, do you have guessed Nuggets or Avs? We're back after this. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up on the Thursday edition of Crackman and Harris, the Nuggets are done. Once again, no playoffs for our guys. We'll point the finger coming up on Thursday afternoon. Am I happy or sad that my Timberwolves won? You'll have to find out by tuning in. Plus, we have Jenny Kavnar talking Rockies, and we are walking you up to the first playoff game against the Predators with Lauren Gardner to talk some hot avalanche talk. Tune in Thursday afternoon every weekday afternoon three to six only on altitude 950 
John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now's the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Denver's real estate market is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. Visit learnwiththeacademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's learnwiththeacademy.com. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney and, more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. Nick Backridge here from Sus Buick GMC. We know you can buy a car or truck anywhere. We all pay the same price for new vehicles. But at Sus Buick GMC, the difference is the people. No loud screaming out low payments with misleading and confusing disclaimers and fees. At Sus, we don't have any fees, just the price plus tax, that's it. Those are the numbers. Sus Buick GMC, selling new Buicks and GMCs and the best pre-owned selection around. Real people, real prices, go figure. Sus Buick GMC on Havana, Mississippi. Visit us at sus.net. Your Colorado Avalanche are back in the playoffs. Where are you going to watch all the action? At the Ale House Denver in Lohi. Join Will Peterson for the Avalanche Watch Party. The live broadcast starts at 6. The puck drops at 7.45. Enjoy the best Colorado craft beers, great food, burgers, big wings, fish tacos, plus a full happy hour menu during the game. Colorado Avalanche Stanley Cup Playoff Hockey. Join the party starting tonight at 6 at the Ale House Denver in Lohi. Hi, this is Anthony Brownlee owner of Land Rover Denver. We believe true luxury is not associated with how much you spend. It's based on how you treat it. And we are committed to providing a luxury experience for everyone. We carry a large selection of certified used vehicles, all makes and models, starting as low as $10,000, as well as an incredible selection of new Land Rover models. For more information, visit our website, LandRoverDenver.com, stop by our new showroom, 6160 South Broadway in Littleton, or call 1-800-NEW-LANDROVER. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Well, obviously not very happy. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I don't know, there's not much to say. Usually I try not to say too much what happened on the baseball field, so I'll probably stick with that. Um, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. I didn't like it. They thought they had to do something, and, but I had to do something too. That's kind of why I went out there. I'm just happy we won, so we got some runs, and that was good. Yeah. That's Nolan Arenado after uh, 
nearly going full baseball yesterday. He says, uh, felt I had to do something, felt they had to do something, and now Major League Baseball is going to do something. Suspension is looming. He knows it. He said it. How many games do you guys think is coming Nolan's way? Uh, the prevailing wisdom yesterday around Coors Field seemed to be five. I don't know why that's the number, but, uh, you know, I, I'm going to get painted as the wimp again because I don't think this is awesome. I just, I get it. The guy throws behind you. You got to react somehow, but check the machismo at the door. Um, running out there. Imagine if he lands that punch and breaks his hand and he misses two months. Then do we all think it's awesome? Is it awesome? Uh, you're going field day. Honestly. No, I'm not. It's, it's a great a product. So the, it's pa- a product of the baseball culture. I mean, okay. Oh. Uh, I, I, I understand. I, I, I get it. From just a practical standpoint, you don't want your best player putting himself in that situation. But what you should be angry at is this whole unwritten language that takes place in baseball. And, you know, this materialized the night before. You realize that. This oh, just to happen. It doesn't come out of thin air and all of a sudden Arenado's going, this was all propagated by what happened the night before when the Rockies plunked one of the Padres players. Oberg threw a 100-mile-an-hour pitch at that dude's rib cage, and he left the game. The Padres weren't happy with it. They felt it was a message pitch, even though it probably, I don't know, and then it got into that war. You know, we're going to go after you, you're going to go after us, and it leads to this. It was only a matter of time before it led to that. Same thing happened with a stupid circumstance between the Red Sox and Yankees yesterday. It's going to happen. It's a product of the culture of baseball. It's dumb, though. I just I think you throw off all your gear, you chuck your bat and your helmet at the dugout, you bark at the guy as you walk down to first base. You're the best player on the team. They now got to play five games with Pat Valleca playing third base, hitting .083. But this is going to spark him. Give me a break. If this is what's going to spark him, then apparently my hot take about Shangri-La down in Scottsdale is spot on. Is spot on. Because really, they played the Padres seven times. Seven times out of their 13 games have been against the dog butt Padres, and they're six and seven. I just find it so interesting how baseball works. I'm reading this uh, game story from uh, Nick Groak, uh, and he says... Did you see at the end there where Arenado and Mark McGuire were talking to one another? They, McGuire was holding Arenado back. Uh, according to this story, McGuire told Arenado that Perdomo's pitch was the result, the direct result of three specific pitches thrown by the Rockies. So this was coming. They, they targeted the Rockies best, best player. They knew exactly, the Padres did, exactly what they were doing. That's a baseball issue. It's yeah. not a Nolan Arenado issue. I get it, but it's just, it's dumb. He, he got kicked out of the game. He got suspended. Herman Marquez was pitching a one hitter. I know it was early, but he's pitching a one hitter. He gets booted. Para gets booted and he'll get suspended because he landed a punch. He may, he may get suspended for 10 games. Uh, uh, he's, he's batting a buck 18. He, oh, well, he needs some time off. Now we're worried about batting averages. Yeah. I mean, you get, can you hardly wait to tune into AT&T Sportsnet and watch Pat Vileka play third base? Boy, I'm excited. I just the, the the way people just get all excited and happy about this and, and don't look at the big picture just drives me crazy. Why? What are you killing Patty Bats for? Patty Bats is like three. He's like the best character in Denver. He's just a bro okay. out of no. UCLA. He's off to a slow start. Okay, so arguably the best player in baseball on a team that's six and seven and needs everybody in the lineup who they can get in the uh-huh, lineup yeah. is going to miss five uh-huh, games. Yeah. He's going uh-huh, to be yeah. replaced by a guy hitting .083, and I'm not excited about that. And I'm somehow I'm in the wrong because I'm not excited about that switch because, oh, this is awesome. It's going to fire him up. They if don't you need make that the playoffs to, last year without Patty Barrels. If you need that to fire you up, you are in 
dire straits. If that's what you need to get you ready to play, and oh, crap, we better wake up. The season has already started. You are heading down the wrong path. You and I sat in a conference room in this building and watched Patty Barrels on GameCast hit a two-run home run in Kansas City, and I it get propelled it. their playoff run. I get it. Who do you want uh, to have started right. at third base the next five games? I don't know. This Nolan kicks someone's ass. They'll probably go four and one in the he next five games. He didn't kick anybody's ass. He didn't land a punch. Let he me read this text. Oh, but you know, did he kick his ass or did he not kick his ass? I knew this argument was coming because effort. after after Talib went after uh, a Crabtree with the chain thing, Manchester went off for days about how that wasn't you know, proper. Whatever. Let me read this. This is from the uh, text line three two four two. Nolan's the leader. If he doesn't do something there, I have a bigger problem. Uh. I like what he did. Wait, seriously, why are you, why do you not like what Nolan did? Because he's going to miss five games, because he could have broken his hand and missed two months. I don't think it's smart. They play I, I, I think it's, I think it's putting machismo, well great. Awesome. Fine. They play 162 games. Let's just throw five of them away. They're six and seven. They're off to a crappy start. They're playing bad baseball, and now they're going to play a week without their best player. I don't think that's a great thing. I think there's other ways to be a leader than just losing your cool and going out and throwing punches and potentially costing your team the season. So I think you that's think, stupid. You think he should have drafted a stern email? I, look, it, it's fine. Let's all just be machismo guys. No, and just it's wondering. time for a fight. That's all we can do. It's the only solution is to so fight, what? to throw punches. Whatever. That's fine. You guys all be the tough guys. Be the tough guys. Again, when's the last time you kicked someone's ass? Dude, dude, <laughs> tough guy? dude, you're, dude, it's so funny that you're reacting this way because you are exactly that guy. And, and let me, I'll give you another example. Carl Anthony Towns having a field day going to the rim. I brought this up with you. If Kenyon Martin's in that game, does Carl Anthony Towns dunk four times in a row? No. And I okay. had no problem with that. Why? That's machismo. That's, no, why? it's not. It's not a fight. Well, well, if, if, well, what if are you Kenyon, talking about? If Kenyon Martin gets in a brawl and gets kicked out of the game, I would be sitting here saying, that was stupid. I would. I would. So yeah, it's, 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 it's within the, if you want to be tough and you want to be physical within the rules of the game, fine. If you want to be a hothead and get kicked out of the game like Akib Talib and like Nolan Arenado, and now Nolan Arenado's going to miss five games probably and could have, he, he's lucky he didn't land a punch and end up missing two months. I'm going to say it's stupid. It All is. Right, James, it's James. putting your machismo and your tough guyness ahead of the team. That's James, what you did. If you're at the dish and you get plunked, with a 96-mile-an-hour heater anywhere, you mean to tell me you will have enough uh, anti-machismo to just walk to first base like nothing happened? Nope. And so, see, but to you, there's only two There's only two responses. You either charge the mound, chuck your helmet, and start throwing haymakers, okay, or you walk what, to first base okay. weakly like nothing happened. What how many, how many times in a season do guys get hit by pitches? What would you have done? More than the number of brawls, you so know there is another reaction. Was a I message. just told you what I would have done. I would have taken off all my gear, chucked it, I would have thrown my helmet, I would have thrown my bat, and I'd have barked at that guy all the way down to okay. first base. Well, then let's set this up tomorrow. Tomorrow, let's go out to the ballpark, let's set it up, and I'll have a pitching machine in there, plunk you right in the ribs, because you know what's coming, and I want to see your reaction. And just take your, just trot to first and throw your headset, like you do in the studio. Just throw your headset. Okay. That's I mean, fine. come on, man. Yeah, no, you, you, right, you I'll like be to, fair to no, James. You're here. right. There's who, no other reaction. Who threw There's their none. headset most recently? I'll be fair to James here. Well, I'm telling you what I would do. I'm not, see, I'm not being dishonest about this. If somebody did that to me, I'd probably get my ass kicked. I'm a small man, but I'm not going to sit there and let them do that. 
See, but the, not going to do that. That's the problem. That's why I say it's well, well, why, why is that a problem? You position, why? you position is I'm not just going to sit there and let them do that. Like that's not the exactly. only response. That's not the only response to get suspended for five games and and risk injury that would have if Nolan Arnato goes out there and hits Perdomo in the jaw because Perdomo is going to have a big impact on the major league season and breaks his hand and the Rocky season goes up in smoke. Are you sitting here going, yeah, but it was worth it because yeah. he decked Perdomo? Yeah, really? it was worth it. Yeah. Really? You're just uh-huh. going to throw away the 2018 season over Perdomo. That's in what that you're going to do. In that moment, it's worth it. If if I'm okay. guarding a guy and he dunks three straight times, that fourth time he's going to hit the deck. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, if uh-huh. some guy cuts me off today and starts MFing me at a light, should I just get out, drag him out of his car, and beat the hell out of him? Hey, I lost my job. I can't pay my mortgage, and my kids don't get to eat. But you know sure. what? I sure. have machismo, and that guy had it coming. That's what sure. I'm supposed make, to do. Make the real-life okay. analogy and, and compare it to okay. sports, because that always works. Well, dude, you, you, you're right. You use you're the right. example of going down and getting hit by a pitching machine. But Come on. Th- you, you always like to say that Come you, on. Like if you were in their shoes. You, you're not a pro athlete, dude. You're a talk show host. Come on, give me a break. You're not a pro athlete. You're not a pro coach. You're not a pro. You're a you're a talk show host. Quit trying to think what they think. Okay, that's let's all say, I'm let's saying. Let's save that bite, and I'm going to play that every single segment of the show for the history of this show. That's what we're going to do. Quit trying to think like they think. That's going to be that's going to be the mantra in this show. Hey, how do you think the abs are going to play tonight? I don't know. Quit trying to think like they think. Hey, should uh should they have fouled Carl Anthony Towns? I don't know. Quit trying to think like they think. There are Where do we where do we draw the line on that? Is it just are, machismo cuz apparently that's all it is. Is I can right, I, I, I can't get on a keep to leave. I can't we'll get on no, 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 no. We should just throw haymakers and punches constantly. That's what we should do. We'll we agree should to have disagree. no sense or use our heads at all. We should just go ahead and get kicked out of games. That's the Let smart me, thing to do. I'll leave you with this question. There are 24 people in that Rockies clubhouse who fully support what Nolan Arenado did. 24. You're one who does not. Who should I believe, them or you? Because you pulled them all. So, okay. Oh, oh, you, you really, you, you think that they're like, oh, Put them my on God. lie detector tests. Okay, so you think, <laughs> we're going to take a break. We're back after this. I'm not just going to sit there and let them do that. I told you how cool it is for the Avs to be back in the postseason. Have I said that enough lately? I think you mentioned it once or twice. Oh, my goodness! Oh, my goodness! Oh, it's not a thing of beauty! Drops it for McKenna with a shot! He scores! Oh, no! He didn't do that! Stanley Cup playoffs! Here they come, baby! Avs and Freds. Game one tonight. Oh, my goodness gracious! Extended pregame starts at 6 on the home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Great coaches are leaders who fight for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now might be the time for you to make a change, one that will improve your financial future forever. Hey, it's Ryan Harris. And Nate Kreckman for our friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family-owned. And here's what you're going to get from them competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten your term, or even save you up to $1,000 a month. And it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals, including paying off high-interest debt. I'm talking about a 10-minute call to get started and close in as fast as 10 days. Call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan. The number 303 That's 303-695-7000. Or go online, AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. 
Hey guys, we all want those hearty home-style meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? Don't have time. That's why when I'm craving a delicious home-style meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for Black Eyed Pea. My go-to for home-style cooking. Made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Try Cajun Catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with homestyle gravy. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection in full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your homestyle favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned, operated with nine front range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit BlackIPColorado.com. That's BlackIPColorado.com for locations and the entire menu. Altitude Sports has the best soccer action. Tune in on Saturday as your Colorado Rapids go head-to-head with Toronto FC. Coverage starts Saturday at 1230 only on Altitude. Check out our website for a full list of channel numbers in your area at AltitudeSports.com. And make sure to follow Altitude on Twitter and like us on Facebook for around-the-clock coverage and exclusive interviews. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Colorado Rapids. Hey, sports fans, unless you're really rolling, there's no way possible you could afford over $100,000 of damage to your property. Hail, fire, water damage, that's why you have insurance. But nearly every insurance claim is underpaid. The C3 Group can help. They're a team of property claim experts that work to ensure insurance companies pay what they're required to pay. Property owners, HOAs, and contractors, they all trust the C3 Group to recoup damages from 100000 into the millions. You can trust the C3 Group as well. Call 303-670-2710. Welcome to Car Buying 101. I'm your professor, Alan Roach, for my car guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. It's a fact. Every car dealer pays the same for new vehicles. The manufacturers set the cost, the incentives, and the rebates. And from there, it's up to the dealers to sell those vehicles. And that class is where the circus begins. We've all seen it. Lightning bolts and balloons, super low come-on payments that require super fast talking or teeny tiny print disclaimers just to make them legal, uh, let alone honest. All right, class, you can close your books because there is a better way. The Johnson family goal is simple, to help you find the vehicle you're looking for at the best possible price with no silly games or wasted time and make sure your experience is a great one that's it and that's why i love these guys during the spring sales event get a great deal on over a thousand vehicles 350 new rams 200 new jeeps experience car buying the way it's supposed to be johnson auto plaza north of e470 on highway 85 johnsonautoplaza.com mile high jewelers has an amazing selection in custom-made rings chains watches nameplates bracelets and pendants shop with the leaders in custom jewelry mile high jewelers if you can dream it this colorado-based company can make it they also specialize in jewelry and watch repair and mile high jewelers is where your hometown professional athletes shop find them in three convenient locations in the highlands across from mile high stadium aurora mall and citadel mall in colorado springs follow them on instagram at mile high jewelers and milehighjewelers.com hey there denver it's ryan harris champion of super bowl 50 and i want to tell you about a hero That hero is the man who donated his kidney to my father, saving his life. You can be a hero, too, by saying yes to organ, eye, and tissue donation. Go to DonateLifeColorado.org and sign up online. If you're already signed up, show the heart on your driver's license and get a free second movie ticket at participating theaters. For info, visit DonateLifeColorado.org. Be someone's hero and say yes to organ, eye, and tissue donation. (laughs) 
The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. 14 seconds on the shot clock. Inbound goes to Nikola Jokic. Throws it on the high right side to Millsap. Guarded by Taj Gibson. Now Jamal Murray way out on top. Murray, crossover move. BT, teardrop in the paint. Runners up and in for Jamal Murray. He's come alive here late in the second quarter. Boy, did he come alive. Nuggets were down by 8 with 4.20 to play. Thought the game was over. Jamal Murray got him right back in it. They just couldn't finish the job. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. The day after the end of the season, Nuggets finished 46 and 36. 46 wins, not enough to make it to the playoffs. I need help. I need a doctor. Let's bring in the good Dr. Travis Heath. You hear him every week on the show. Boy, Travis, I need you more than ever this morning. Help me, please. <laughs> it's a dark morning, Vic. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm in all black this morning. Yeah, you should be. Um, can you point to one reason? There are many, but what's the one reason the Nuggets lost that game? You know, I think they had too many sort of lackadaisical plays here and there, right? Like, just... You go back and you look. Uh, I, I, there's one that's sticking out where Wilson Chandler just sort of threw the ball away. There was another on an out, um, outlet pass. There was another one where Millsap did something similar. And I just feel like in a game like this, you can't afford to have those little silly plays. Those add up. And it's not like there were 30 of them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, three or four of them kill you. You know, you had good free throw shooters missing free throws. That didn't help. I mean, Murray missed a pair. Of course, Jimmy Butler at one point missed a a pair as well. So, you know, those sort of things happen. But, Vic, it's the little silly plays when I look back and you just think, dang, you were so close. And just at the end of regulation, if you had hit one more free throw or if you hadn't had uh, two or three of those stupid turnovers, right, maybe it's a different, different ending. You know, sports is crazy how it works. And I know this is a stupid, irrational thought. But why does part of me say, God, if, if they had gotten just blown out, I probably wouldn't be as mad as I am today because the opportunity lost makes me even matter. Is that irrational thinking right there? No, I don't think it's irrational. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know if it's thinking as much as it is feeling, right? When something's so close and you can taste it, right? And then it gets ripped away. That's way more painful than if you never really felt like you had a chance, right? So I, I think it's more feeling than it is thinking. And I mean, and the nuggets are right there, right? I mean, Jokic had been hitting crazy contested shots the whole second half. Um, and then, you know, I'll, I'll try to not get too far into the referees, but Gibson karate chops him on that last uh, shot, clearly hits him on the wrist. And it's sort of like it, that makes it even closer, right? Because um, And you could say, okay, the referees never give free throws in, in those situations, I guess. And that's how the game had been going. But uh, still, I mean, to your point, it's just – you could feel it. It's even closer. What if he gets awarded a foul call there, and he makes two free throws, and they win the game? So uh, it's just excruciating. Yeah, but you know and I know, Travis, if that game's played at Pepsi Center, you get different results, right? You just get different calls. You don't get that disparity that we see. That's that's what you get in the NBA in those kind of games. That's why you play for the home court. That's part. That's built in as a layer of the sport itself. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. I wish I could disagree, but I don't disagree. I don't think it should be that way, but you're right. It's always been that way. And what's tough about this one is it's just sort of how the scheduling gods, um, you know, lay things out. It's not like the Timberwolves somehow earned home court for this game. It's just how the schedule broke. And so, you know, in, in that way, it's sort of bad luck. I, I had looked at a stat. Uh, someone tweeted it out. I can't remember who yesterday saying in game sevens, 
you know, the home team wins like 75% of the time. And this is essentially amounted to a game seven. So, yeah. you know, statistically, you know, the odds are against you. And I don't doubt, Vic, that part of that is the foul discrepancy you're referencing. Yeah. It is uh, going to the foul line zero times in the fourth quarter in overtime. Zero times for the Nuggets, 12 times for the T-Wolves. That's some home cooking, and it's part of the sport. It is what it is. Hey, um, I, again, this is where I lean on you because i got to know how to think, how to feel. But yeah. the, the Nuggets moving forward, should I, should I be mourning the loss for a while or should I be somewhat optimistic that the guys who did come through under the pressure situations are 21 years old and 23 years old respectively? That is Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. How should I feel after that? I think you should feel both. I think, um, uh, and I hope the players are too. I hope there is a grieving period where this really hurts. And as you said at the opening of the segment, Vic, 46 wins and you don't get in the playoffs. I mean, it's sort of an anomaly of a year in, in some ways, but I think it should hurt. And we as fans, we should feel that hurt too if we, we care about those teams. And, you know, um, we can hold multiple things at once, right? I think, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, how could you not be excited about what Jokic did? I mean, down the stretch altogether in these last seven games, you know. Insane. Incredible. But then, yeah, but then last night, this is what we've been calling for, right? Like, when is Jokic going to be assertive? When's he going to sort of take the game over offensively? And I think when people say that, they don't mean offensively. They mean shooting the ball. And he did. I mean, he made big shot after big shot. And then, right, you know, the clip that you played coming into the segment, Murray, right when you think they're dead, he makes some big shots. So I think you have to be really excited. And Gary Harris, who's not – Gary Harris 100% last night, right? But I think the Nuggets have their big three. Those big three could be around for a decade or so. I think they can be really good. So it's a tough morning, and and I think that, um, you know, we should feel that. I hope the players and coaching staff is feeling that. But we should also be excited, man. I think the future is really bright for them. Can you give me a justifiable reason why Gary Harris did not see the floor in overtime? The only – yeah, I wondered the same thing. The only thing I thought, Vic, is maybe in some way physically – you know, he just um, he just couldn't go, or Malone didn't think he could go at a level that he sort of needed him to go. Um, I don't know. That's my only that's my only explanation for it. Um, you know, Gary played, I thought, pretty well last night, but you could also tell he wasn't Gary Harris. And and you know, look, to be fair, I don't know what the doctors told Malone. If there was, you know, if it was sort of a hard minutes restriction, or it's like, look, if if you push this too hard, he could tear up the knee somehow. Um, you know, then then you have to think he did the right thing. But maybe it's just a rotational thing too. Which, if that's the case, it's a little bit curious to me. Um, a lot of heat going Michael Malone's way. Clearly, when the team loses, the coach is going to take it. But my contention after that game, and maybe this is too simple, the Wolves didn't win because of Tom Thibodeau. There's nothing Tom Thibodeau did to make the calls go his way. I mean, you know, rotations one thing, but the players win these games. It's a players' league. So overall. What's your assessment of Michael Malone last night and moving forward? I think Michael Malone did a good job on balance this season. I mean, if I was giving him a letter grade, I'd give him a B. I think he did a good job. Um, Yes, of course, he's made some mistakes, but he's a young coach too, right? In some ways, he's kind of learning on the job with this group. Now, now last night, yes, I could pick apart some things that I wish he would have done better. But I don't think he failed last night. He didn't lose them the game. I mean, at least he was average. He wasn't horrible. Um, I think coaches get too much of the blame in these kinds of situations, to be honest with you. I agree with you with your uh, comment about it being a player's league. 
Now, in terms of, like, overall, the one thing I like about Malone, even though he's got this, like, stubbornness, he has, through his three-year tenure in Denver, made some rather substantial changes. He hasn't been so stubborn, you know, so, like, this year, at the beginning of the year, the offense wasn't the same, right? He was calling so many set plays. And then he got to a certain point where he just released the reins and he went back to Jokic ball. Like, I don't think most NBA coaches would do that. Mm-hmm. I think their ego is too invested in thinking what they're doing is right. And I could Thibodeau go wouldn't. over three years. Yeah. I agree. Oh, absolutely. Thibodeau would not. And so um, I like that about Malone. Now, is there a bigger question? Is he the right guy for the job? You know, big picture going forward, not just next season. I don't know about that, but this is something the Nuggets have to decide because you can't – I mean, we we know how this works, Vic. You can't let a coach be a lame duck next season and go into the last year of his mm-hmm. contract. So the Nuggets have to extend Malone or they have to go in a different direction. So I think relatively quickly we're going to figure out what they think about Malone. And, look, if you want to go um, – I'm not saying this is the right guy, but if you want to go hire a veteran coach like Jeff Van Gundy and pay him a ton of money and you think that that's the next step – that's an interesting perspective. I, I'm I'm willing to listen to that. But if you just want to fire Malone because you think like he's not doing a good job, and then worry about who you're going to get later, I'm not sure his performance justifies that. Yeah, then you're just in that recycling recycling phase that nobody nobody benefits from that. But you know, we'll see. Again, uh, I guarantee the next few weeks will be very interesting for the Nuggets, not only in the uh, front office coaching, but in the uh, roster itself. Lastly, uh, Travis, you've been around. You're native. You're like me. You get it. Is this real, this hashtag nug life that I feel, this heartbreak, this feeling of never satisfied? Um, I, I I can't help but think that cloud follows me everywhere I go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's real, Vic. That story's become all too real. I wish we could shake it. Like, don't get me wrong. When when Elway hoisted that trophy uh, in Super Bowl 32, that was great. But And this is just me. I know I'm a weirdo, but it would be just a little bit sweeter to me, even oh. in that moment, if the Nuggets could ever win a championship and we could kick this Nug life story. Like, my, my wife asked me this morning, so I got home late last night and watched the game on DVR. I had to shut off all my notifications so I didn't know what happened. And she goes, hey, how'd the game go? And all I said was Nug life. And she went, yep. oh. That, that, like, you just, <laughs> this sort of fatalistic stance, yep. but... Yep. You can't help but think there's something to that narrative. No, there is. I mean, uh, again, that's why when the guys were asking yesterday, what do you think, what do you think, I'm always going to think the worst. I, I am. I just am. I, and, and I don't care what anybody says. Oh, you're so negative. Or I'm sorry, but I'm 49 years of age, and this is how I've been conditioned to think. Sorry. Yeah. I, hey, I hear you. I, I will say this. I, I think the Nuggets are going about building it the right way. Like, you've got this young core. If ever there was a chance that you could have a young group that would grow into something that could consistently contend, consistently contend, I think they've got it. And so um, I don't know if it happens, of course, but they've got it. And one last thing, Vic, you're asking me about Malone. One thing I'll say is that every year of his tenure, the team has gotten better. Like, you can't deny that. Each year they've gotten appreciably better. Like, this is a better team, not just record-wise, but in terms of process. It is markedly better than last season. So if that trend continues, then this team wins 50-plus games next year, and they're competing for home court in the first round. And um, I think, you know, uh, who knows where that leads even two or three years from now. So so hopefully that, that trajectory continues. From one doctor to another, thank you, doctor. 
Dr. Lombardi, good to talk to you, brother. Hang in there. See, Travis, that is Travis Heath joins us periodically on this show to just walk us off the ledge and hopefully, uh, you gotta, you know, the thing is though, the doctor himself is, he suffers from the same thing most of us do. Lifelong Nuggets fans, that Nug life, man, that Nug life. Did you, I, uh, appeal to his reasoning there, Manchester? Oh no, you guys were, you guys were spot on. Uh, two quick things for you, Vic. One, did you have a birthday that we missed? Cause now you're saying you're 49. Oh, I'm going to be 49 in a month. Okay. All right. You're I just, mean, what, am I closer? I'm, I'm 49. I just would have, was going to feel bad if we didn't say happy birthday. So, no. so that was, that was one thing. The other part was the irony of me, uh, losing my cool while talking about how someone shouldn't lose their cool. <laughs> Dude, I guarantee you losing your cur- your cool is a byproduct of what happened last night. I, I mean, think it's you're the right. same. Remember, the last time you lost your cool was the day after the Rockies got eliminated <laughs> by the Diamond. I mean, it's so predictable. You I walk know. in, and at some point, your head will explode. I'm not just going to sit there and let them do that. <laughs> Final segment coming up, Vic Lombardi Show. Mark Mosier. Listen, I don't know how long it's going to go. Will it go the full series? Will the Avs win? Will the uh, the Nashville Predators, who are an excellent, excellent club, knock them around a little bit? I don't know. You never know what happens in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Moj. Weekdays 1 to 3 on Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. But what I got from the guys today was, I mean, they're like, this is so much fun, I can't wait. They cannot wait to play playoff hockey. They're not just happy to be there. It's not just, oh, we got in, thank God, and then, you know, whatever. I mean, they're genuinely, genuinely excited about the opportunity that lays there in front of them. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. It's tax season. There's plenty of ways I could blow my tax return. I could buy the biggest TV I could find, take a limo ride to the fanciest restaurant in town, maybe a trip to the casino and put it all on black. Or I could make the right decision and take it to Grand Valley Auto because tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto. Grand Valley Auto. They've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing tax time deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department and a free oil change just for stopping by if you mention this ad. Tax time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth in Lakewood. GVALakewood.com Oil change is good for up to five quarts. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Jen Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now's the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high-interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. 
What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Are you looking for relief for your back, knee, or other joint pain? Well, after 10 years in the NFL, I can tell you that I do, too. Hey there, Denver. It's Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, 10-year veteran of the NFL. And after my 10-year career, I'll tell you what, I look for relief for my back, neck, knee, and other joint pain. And if you do, too, receive treatment right here in Denver from the highly trained specialist at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics, Denver. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics have elite surgeons in the areas of shoulder, back, neck, and joints. Whether you need a checkup or just looking for some information regarding your pain or are looking for knowledgeable, world-renowned professionals to perform your surgery, give my friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics a call at 303-287-2700. That's 303-287-2700. And check them out online by Googling Center for Spine and Orthopedics Denver. When I have pain and I need it looked at, these are the professionals I go to. Go to where the pros go and visit Center for Spine and Orthopedics today. Guys, are you tired of being tired? Frustrated because it seems impossible to lose belly fat? If you're looking for a solution, then listen to Mark. I had fantastic results with the Andro 400 Max. Probably lost 35 pounds and more impressive than that was the inches I lost off of my belly and my waist. And the increased energy is, is fantastic. I'll be totally honest. I tried a different product, and I wasn't happy with the different product. You guys are considerably cheaper than the other brand, and I can really feel the difference. Andro 400 Max, the extra-strength, all-natural testosterone booster. The safe, easy, and affordable way to gain energy and lose stubborn belly fat. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Feel and look like a new man. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Paulino Gardens, grower of the finest vegetable plants, welcomes you to their beautiful garden center. You'll find a wide selection of quality trees, shrubs, rose bushes, and perennial flowers, friendly, expert advice, and family-owned since 1962. Paulino Gardens, 6300 North Broadway in Denver. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Do you think they want to redo on that Sam Girard deal? <laughs> I don't know. You know, like, yeah. Chris is a big, is a big, it, it's, we got a great deal there. Yes, There's no did. question. Like, he's, he's, he's getting better and better, and he's only 19 years old, and you watch how he's elevated his game down the stretch here against big opponents, and, and that'd be your concern, right? Smaller D, how's he going to defend? He's, he's, he's been great. How's he, you know, how does he play in traffic? How does he play against bigger opponents? And, that's the coach, Jared Bednar, on his uh, young defenseman, Sam Gerrard, who uh, is a former Nashville Predator, played five games for the Preds this year, and the guy who brought him to town in that uh, huge trade that not only changed the course of a season, possibly the course of a franchise. That's Joe Sackick, who will join Hastings and Brownman here in about eight minutes, live from Nashville. Looking forward to that. And I hope that uh, Scott or Julie asked Joe, Hey, Joe, remember when you got into that brawl with Doug Gilmore? Were you worried about your machismo during that brawl? 
Because I know uh, Manchester would ask that question. Did he get suspended? Did he miss five games? All right, oh, so yeah. are we officially turning the page? Uh, like, I'm I'm mad about the Nuggets, too, but I'm turning I, the page. I, well, I'm turning the page to 7.30 tonight. I think the Avs can go well, out there course. and win this game. doesn't mean that I'm still not upset. I'm not, I'm not. The page doesn't turn. I still got that in my gut. Okay, I'm well, when, does, it like when this, does the uh, page turn, Vic? I got a pregame show to prep for. Yeah, so I got, I got a pregame prep. Yeah. I don't know when it turns. I'll let you know when it turns. Are but you going to come to Alehouse with us tonight? I tell you this, I love reading Twitter right now because uh, James is trolling the Rockies again. It's that of time he is. of year, of course, that, he is. that time of year when Manchester, so the Rockies come out with their menu, <laughs> oh god, supper time, and then James on Twitter says, it says here, supper time. What are you having? The Rockies, right? James responds, I'd like to be above 500, especially after playing the Padres seven times. Is that on the menu? <laughs> It's a fair question. <laughs> All right, little little peek behind the curtain. I did say to Marilat during the break, oh, are you sure you want to tweet this? And his response oh. was, of course I do. Oh, God, that's so good. It's just so – you know why it's good? Because it's so predictable. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Uh, what do you have to say for yourself? I don't want to let <laughs> I don't want to let people down. All right, uh, Marty O, tell us what we uh, said or did wrong. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. I'm pretty light today since we uh, took a lot of callers, just read a lot of box scores and all that stuff today. But I did find this little miscue by Oh, Vic. thanks for minimizing the show. <laughs> We're a lot of box scores. <laughs> anyway... I found a miscue by Vic. Let's uh, let's hear this. And I hate to do this. I hate to apply numbers to stats, but this is what we do as sports fans. Yeah, apply numbers to stats. Yeah, you were talking about. I think you meant to say money and stats, but uh, you said numbers to stats, which stats are technically numbers. So. Yeah, shut up. Okay. Uh, we were talking about the uh, Joe Sackick fighting Doug Gilmore. We just we just grabbed that clip. Let's listen to uh, let's listen to that real quick. Joe Sackick starts shoving each other. Sackick has not had a fight. Sackick with a fight. The right by Sackick. He knocks down the helmet. So happy that Manchester wasn't around after that. He'd be busting on Joe for his machismo. That was a great call by Mike Haynes. Mike Haynes, that is brilliant. How about them apples, Gilmore? Uh, speaking of machismo, James set the world record for saying the word machismo in a 15-minute span. Let's let's count how many he said here. 62. I think it's putting machismo. Fine, let's all just be machismo guys. No, it's James. putting your machismo and your tough guyness ahead of the team. Problem. That's why I say it's well, machismo. Well, why, why? But you know sure. what? I sure. had machismo and said, just are... machismo. Check the machismo at the door. <laughs> About eight oh right my there, God! So, uh, it was Let's seven. Get the thesaurus out tomorrow, please, please. Uh, well done there, James. Uh, well that, done. Was, that was good, Marty. Uh, that's all I got. Good stuff, Martin. <laughs> hey, Vic, quick, uh, quick shout out to Jesse Trujillo. He left early. He's over there talking to the Nuggets. He just spoke to Gary Harris and Tori Craig. He sent all of us that audio. You'll hear it on Hastings and Brownman. Uh, fired up finale is coming up next. If it does not involve machismo, I'm, I'm walking off this show. Well, what word can we replace machismo with from now on? Collions? How about collions? I don't know. Obviously, I'm not the guy to ask. I have one word. You showed some machismo when you attacked that poor Rocky's Twitter account the way you just did. (laughs) Hey, other good piece of news, Vic. Guess what I just found out like 10 minutes ago? 
Yeah. We have Avs and Predators tickets for game three. Shut your face. We will officially start qualifying people tomorrow. Now, this is going to get competitive, Vic, because it's like the other thing. Every show on Altitude 950 is qualifying a listener, and there will only be one winner. We will try to make sure the winner is from the Vic Lombardi Show. How about we do this? How about we plunk you in the ribs with a 96-mile-an-hour fastball? Whoever does not react to that wins the tickets. Gets to go. That seems like a fair way to do it. Yeah. Uh, Before we say goodbye, fire us up. This is the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. The Nuggets had a great defensive possession, great defensive possession. And Jeff Teague hits a floater to put the T-Wolves up by a point with a minute 19 left. And then with 25 seconds left, Will Barton misses a four-footer. You know, I'm just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to run around and cry and and get in the fetal position because Will Barton missed a four footer. I'm not going to. You should have taken the three, mind you. I know, but I'm I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater because Will Barton missed a four footer. I'm not. Reality doesn't suck, Nuggets fans. Embrace it. I can't read your mind anymore. I don't know what to think of you. You're the only guy that walked into this radio station this morning actually feeling good about the Nuggets situation last night. Dude, I feel so good about the Nuggets situation. I can't wait for next season to start. Uh, if if I wasn't in the job I'm in right now, I would be sprinting over there to buy season tickets. Oh, I'll scream, I'll scream. Talk to me in a couple of weeks. You I gotta, know. You got to grieve, bro. No. I, you got to grieve. This is like a weird reality where like yeah. the day after the Rockies game, Vic, you and I were in good moods and he's chucking his headphones and then today you and I are in bad moods and he's like, everything's good. You're like that guy giggling at the funeral. The Rockies. So funny. The Rockies had their one shot in the, in the, on a five or six year span and they blew it. The Nuggets are just getting started. Hey, real quick, Vic, before we go, uh, Joe Sackick has been moved to 1120. So he'll still okay. be on with Hastings and Brownman, but 1120, not right off the top here. At Very o'clock. eager to listen to Scott and Julie this morning. I want to hear how, uh, Scott, Scott's take, cause he was sitting there courtside, obviously. It must have been absolute chaos in that arena, the Target Center. Uh, the, the, the Nuggets overcame all of that. What, that's what's crazy. They overcame the chaos of the crowd. They overcame the disparity in fouls down the stretch and they had the ball with a chance to win the game. I will carry that to my grave. Thanks for listening. <laughs> See you tomorrow. I'm not just going to sit there and let them do that. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. It's game day for the Colorado Avalanche. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are in Nashville to take on the Predators in game one of their first round series. The puck drops at 7.30 with the pregame show. Get in away at 7.05. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. Altitude 950. Rewind. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, obviously, uh, to go through it, uh, to come up short is, uh, is hurtful. And, uh, you got a lot of dejected guys in that locker room. Uh, but I'm proud of every one of them. They gave everything they had. Uh, there's a lot of people after that loss to Toronto that gave up on this team. And, um, 